Post-Truth Apocalypse, I'm Ben, and as always, I'm joined by Gaz. Hello. And Mike. Hello. This week, we're going to talk about Stalin's quest for humanity ape army. Yep. Hybrid, chimp, man, ape. Army, um, soldiers. Yep. It doesn't get cooler than that. Or freakier. No. Or scarier. Or my nightmarish, <laughs> to be honest. But, um... You had a bit of a chimp on his old shoulder, that. <laughs> oh, 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 I think that's the crowd of puns. King of puns. <laughs> First one of the episode. Um, but before that, yes, we'll do some weird news from around the world. Some shit we found on the net. This will yep. last about half an hour-ish. We might probably come back to it a bit at the end, and then we'll crack into the the main thrust of the discussion for today. Yeah. And can I just point out, as the <coughs> quote sound engineer, um, we have been in the midst of a horrific torrential thunder and lightning storm and it's still actually going on so if you can hear some weird rumbling we're not having isn't the bombs yeah it's not <laughs> the bombs are not dropping we're not having sort of stomach problems uh, it is genuinely thunder outside although we would if the bombs were dropping <laughs> <laughs> mike told us a story before we started recording that the first flash of lightning he saw this evening his first initial thought was what mike the nukes. <laughs> That's my initial first thing. It's genuine. I saw the flash and, heard, and then heard the bang. I was in the shower. And the first thought that came in my head was the nukes applying. <laughs> and I hadn't even got the mattress up against the room coming no, door. Didn't. <laughs> didn't stand a chance. Maybe all this conspiracy stuff's getting to you a little bit. Well, we are two minutes to mid, not the doomsday clock. <laughs> I still maintain that's an Iron Maiden fan on the, on the panel for that. <laughs> no, like I said, Ben, be afraid. It's based on a lot of analytical data and people a lot smarter than you and I decide that the clock should move closer to doom. Yeah, but what happens when it gets to midnight and nothing happens? Personally, I don't want to... I don't no, want to <laughs> I don't want to find out. I'm going to break it and move it to midnight. Uh, no, because <laughs> what if they, Like, world leaders, there was another flash, don't worry, Mike. Yeah. There, was, there was more lightning then. I just hope the mic's not triggered. Well, look... If that happens, if you turn the, the the hands to midnight, then world leaders might start thinking, "Shit, it could be a good thing." I better press it first. Do you know what I mean? I don't want to get bummed. But it could be a good thing. They might go, "Oh fuck, it's a midnight. Let's step back a minute." I doubt that's going to happen. Well, when have we ever <laughs> stepped back a bit as humans? Like, you know, I, I suppose the Koreans have been showing the way to do it, haven't they? No, they've they've said they're not going to meet Trumpy anymore. I oh, know, but the actual North and South are still meeting and being nice to each other, aren't they? I'm not sure. No, the, um, what the fuck? I know more about the news than you guys. The South had the um, had oh. some military drills in the US and the North got a bit annoyed. Oh, oh well. That didn't yeah, it didn't help that John Bolton went on the news and said that um, they're going to follow the Libya model. What's the Libya model? Oh, where are we going and fuck everything up? Yeah, basically. Bomb yeah. them for a bit and then, yeah. you then know. stick a bayonet up the anus of the former leader yep. in a public place. Yeah. It's not... Uh, isn't it strange all these dictators have really bad ends? Yeah, well... I mean, Mussolini got just hung outside a petrol station. Well, yeah, I know, and I've been to Milan so many times to visit my friend, and I've wanted to track down the exact location, because I've wondered if there's some sort of monument or something, but apparently there's nothing, you know. No, it's like Hitler's bunker. Because he was just, just a random 
it was just a pet. They just found somewhere with a tall bit. Yeah, like, <laughs> that'll do. Yeah, and just hung him from a you know pet station. But um, him and yeah. his mistress, I think it was at the same time. Yeah, there's more than one. I think was on there. But hey ho, yeah, Hitler was banned by association. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what you get, though, isn't it, for going around dictating? <laughs> People get fed up of it eventually. You live by the dictator sword. You die by the dictator sword. Or the dick sword. Or rope. Or the dick. Yes. <laughs> Should we do the news? Yes. Um, first bit of weird news. Revolved uh, involving Trump, actually. Oh, speak of the devil. A Christian author. Trump is under attack for multi-dimensional Luciferian advanced beings. Holy shit! Wow. I don't know if he's fighting them all off single-handedly or what. I don't know. Um, <laughs> Last week, End Times author Paul Maguire appeared on the Jim Backer show and Wasn't declared... he Doctor Who? Paul Maguire? Someone Maguire was, wasn't he? Or Paul... Paul somebody? Paul McGowan. Yeah, I'm very different guy. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, carry on. <laughs> I have no idea. Sorry. Anyway, he appeared on the Jim Backer show and declared that President Trump is currently engulfed in, and I'm going to quote, the greatest spiritual battle in the history of all mankind. Whoa. He expanded his claim on the radio show this Thursday, this time clarifying that the battle is with advanced beings who possess, who possess supernatural, multi-dimensional powers. That means they might know where your dick is, Mike. They might be. <laughs> if you're a new listener, Mike's penis resides in another dimension. Please see our back catalogue <laughs> episodes for explanation. <laughs> I don't know how he came to that conclusion. <laughs> Either way. The physical battles that we see in our world and nation right now are in a direct manifestation of the spiritual battles going on in the invisible realm, Maguire said in an audio clip flagged by Right Wing Watch. I don't know what they're flagging this. It's not really right wing, is it? Well, it is a bit, isn't it? So what do we do about it? Well, he says, Maguire says, there are people very high up in what is called the globalist occult or globalist Luciferian rulership system and this rulership system consists of what used to be called the Pharaoh God Kings. Uh-huh. It's what Aldous Huxley, I think he was an occultist, called the scientific dictatorship. And these are advanced beings who know it to tap into supernatural, multidimensional power and integrate it with science, technology and economy- economics, he continued. I could back this up because the book I've been reading, The Children of the Matrix by St. David Icke. The Bible. Quite, yeah, the Bible of the show. That's essentially what he's talking about, about... Um, the Anunnaki and the reptilians, you know, they sort of have advanced powers that humans don't. And as they've bred with humans, some humans have a bit of those powers, some don't. That's a bit know? shit, to really. You don't get the powers. So, yeah, that would suck. A bit like the Jedi. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Evil kid-raping Jedi. <laughs> the yeah, there you go. I don't know, the Sith went into, into, you know, kiddie fiddling, were they? But they killed a lot of kids. Well, that's because they were younglings. Yeah, well, you know. Jedi younglings. You don't we want did. them growing up and coming back to haunt you one day, do you? We didn't see what happened um, off screen. Anakin may have killed a child by inserting his lightsaber. Maybe. Not switched on. <laughs> into the arse of a youngling and then switching it on, making a youngling popsicle. Well. I need a psychiatrist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I'd never even thought about that. I just assumed that it was a bit hack and slash because they're kids and they'd be crap against him. <laughs> yeah, so I was thinking, would he be having fun with that situation? Because there's literally no defence or danger against him. He's just like, you know, like I said, making the lightsabers come out of the back of their head. You know, putting it against Mixing the it back up of their head. Yeah, turning it on and watching the light beam coming out of there. Let's move on. This is yeah. dark. Yeah. This is dark. <laughs> Let's go back to the president and the devils yeah. and the demons. <laughs> Uh, Maguire even had the hierarchical structure of these advanced beings pegged, saying that they are the highest level of the pyramidic organisational structure. 
in which the highest ranking officers, if you will, of the New World Order and Mystery Babylon are ruling the Earth through an organisational structure that looks like the pyramid on the back of the US dollar. And they control the world because they understand the true control of the world is done through supernatural mechanisms. Wow. Yeah, well... Mm. I don't know, Trump... Can we scroll down and see... He's how, nuts. How, <laughs> how Trump's dealing with this. I'm intrigued. I'm guessing not No, there well. is, no. Oh, I do like the top comment for this. Okay. Um, and Jeebus so loved the world that out of a choice from over 7 billion people, he picked Donnie Littlehands as his champion <laughs> against the Dark Forces. Seems legit to me. <laughs> Give that man a medal. Uh, oh, so I see. In this story, Donald is cast as, as the hero. Yeah. So he's the one battling on our behalf against... Yeah. So he's not really one of the elite. No, no, he's not. Of course he isn't. He's one of the. He's a man of the people, isn't he? <laughs> he's a <laughs> you know, man of some people. The, the fact that he's you know been some... involved in all that um, highly economic, um, mm. pyramidical new world order structure, being one of the few billion, well, many billionaires on the planet. Few when he was probably a billion, start uh, first a billionaire, I'd imagine. Yeah, he's an elite, so, isn't he? He's one of the elite, but apparently he isn't. So there you go. It's, I'm um, curious as to. How does Donald go against fighting evil demons? Is it sort of bullying people on Twitter, threatening people with nuclear doom? Is that how he's been a good guy? I think sort so. I think so. Exorcism by tweets. <laughs> <laughs> God, someone needs to take his fucking phone off him. He can't block anybody now, can he? No, he can't. That's quite cool. <laughs> oh, what? They've taken away his ability to block. Why is that? Because, you know... Is the president not supposed to block? If you want to call him a twat... Right, shall not block. If you want to call him a twat, it's your democratic right to call him a twat, I suppose. Yeah, I guess it is, isn't it? Yeah. You twat. <laughs> <laughs> Feels good, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Yeah. It does. Farage doesn't block me. I suppose he can't know either. Yeah, Dad, you big silly twat. <laughs> oh, you do look a little bit like one of his sons. Uh, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> so, yeah, there you have it. Donald Trump saving us all from spiritual, luciferian, multidimensional beings. Safe to say, we're fucked. Yeah. <laughs> Won't you just come to some agreement with them and let them all in? Do a deal. Yeah. And sell them some really shoddy piece of um, real estate in like, downtown New York. Yeah. Where the builders didn't get paid for building it. And well, they just had their souls devoured at the end. They sell the souls of the firstborn. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There'll be pyramids popping up everywhere because they're Pharaoh God Kings, aren't they? So they love the pyramid, the Pharaohs. It probably says, that, My demon hordes are bigger than your demon hordes. <laughs> I have like huge, uh, huge demon hordes. <laughs> Huge demon hordes. And hands. Tiny hands, but huge, <laughs> hands. huge demon hordes. Oh, fuck it out, Donny. Shit. Yeah. Imagine, he's, he can't be a hero. Imagine him in a full lycra bodysuit. Oh, cape. I don't want to. He's uh, a pharaoh god. <laughs> <laughs> well, the US has got the biggest inequality since the time of the pharaoh, so it does make sense. Well... <laughs> and that was a time when there was widespread slavery. It was just, you know... It's called prison in America... That's slavery. Yeah, well, and it's very widespread. <laughs> what I do love is that all these sort of <coughs> right-wing Christians think that Trump's some kind of saviour when he's just as fucking crooked as the rest of us, yeah. is, is, or and more so. Politicians aren't crooked, though. Who told you that? <laughs> oh, you know, just some research I've been doing. <laughs> such a cynic. <laughs> just, uh, just defending your dad. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, pray for my dad, Mr. Trump, and let's yep. hope he can punch those demons right in the chin kick him in the nuts so yeah should we have the next weird news story yep um cop found quite cocky naked man on top of woman during raid in alleged brothel <laughs> pc stephanie mclean told a court that alice how would you say that alice is just alice alice still oh, spell it with a d 
Because they're idiots. Uh, Alistair McIntosh strutted around with an erection and a smirk on his face. Very <laughs> <laughs> good. <laughs> what a guy. <laughs> uh, basically, that's the, I think that, that uh, the Chinese lady is the, uh, the madam of that brothel. And she looks quite mean. Yes, yeah, she oh, does. Oh, No. No. Plus she has like a camo t-shirt on. Because <laughs> she came from the, the war in her own country. She was a, a rebel soldier. Anyway. Oh, that can't be her name. A police officer told her call that Alistair McIntosh, he's pictured the chap on the left, yeah. um, stood up with an erection, strutted around the room in a flat in Lord Gambia Court where Chin Chi Chang allegedly ran a brothel. That's such a stereotypical Chinese name. That can't be a name. It's it's just like Dave Jones. Yeah, yeah, I suppose. Uh, maybe yeah. it is. I don't know. A colleague, PC Kevin Dalgleish, told the court the arose male wanted no shame and sort of strutted, <laughs> leaving some jurors at uh, Kirk Cowdy Sheriff Court in tears of laughter. The constable said the man was quite cocky. <laughs> Uh, these 50, uh, both officers identified him as Alistair McIntosh, 56, the retired joiner who early admitted getting a Brucey bonus after paying 100 quid for a massage for his sore back. A Brucey bonus? Oh, man. <laughs> for, as <laughs> said in court. for international listeners, <laughs> we have to, we have to explain the Brucey bonus. Yeah. Um, Bruce Forsyth, I suppose, he'd be, would he be well yeah. known? Yeah. Did dancing on... It's not a game show, a very he's old done lots game of, show. He's basically a British TV show, a prime star, primetime star. Yeah. And one of the things he used to have was um, if you went for the bonus round, it was referred to as a Brucey bonus, not a hand job. I like, uh, <laughs> I like the fact that he literally used the term Brucey bonus mm. in court. <laughs> yeah. It was like a Brucey bonus, Your Honour. <laughs> Only under quid. You know the fucking score. You go in, rubbing your back, and you're not here, oh. you know what? I've got Chi Chi Chang rubbing me back. Exactly oh, the big... same thing happened to me once when I was having a massage. I had no <laughs> idea that was coming. It just came out of nowhere. Moving Bruce Forsyth walked into the yes, room. Yes, Bruce Forsyth walked in and offered me a hand job. And he said, Nice to see you, to see you, nice. I said, Let's talk Bruce E. Borsucky. Why do you think he's retired? He's dead. He's dead. Maybe he just did tour brothels going around giving out Brucey bonuses on a Saturday afternoon. Nobody walks in on me with an erection and walks out alive. Very... <laughs> <laughs> it's been quite dark today. I'm in a really happy place, I swear. Um, so back to the story. Yeah, um, that's pretty much it, effectively. <laughs> it's just the fact that he was, just, he's walking around quite arrogant with a hard on. That's after it. Being, <laughs> after being raided by a brothel, in a, by the police in a brothel. Oh, oh man. Well, what was his punishment? Oh, go on, scroll down, let's have a look. He must be getting... He'd be pretty getting off, getting off with it. Pretty good. <laughs> he's already got off. Uh, right in Chi-Chi Chang's face. Oh. <laughs> After becoming suspicious when Chang loitered around closed double doors, the officers asked to see inside. The constable said Chang shouted something in a foreign language before they got into the room where there's a double mattress and a massage table. McLean, <laughs> the details of it. <laughs> well, at least there weren't shackles and a fucking blood-soaked bench. <laughs> McLean, 31. That's not a Brucey bonus. No, it's not. <laughs> on the mattress, there was a white male on top of an Asian female with his hands around her neck. Well... That doesn't sound very romantic. <laughs> no. The white male was naked. We asked him to stand up. It was clear he had an erect penis. 
That wasn't because you asked him to stand up, Prosecutor Ronnie Hay said. Yeah, <laughs> I love this trial. It's all the probing jokes. All the probing questions. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a fucking carry on film. <laughs> carry on judge. He was very cocky, Your Honour. <laughs> Uh, McLean added, I just asked him to stand up and everything was on show. He didn't make any attempt to cover up considering we were police officers in uniform. He just stood looking at us, which is quite awkward to begin with. <laughs> so, so hang on, the prosecutor's uh, argument is that because you asked him to stand up, it meant he thought that... No, I, think he was just cra- I just think he was cracking a joke. Oh, right. Mike was in getting an erection. No. <laughs> <You understand? laughs> uh, my colleague asked him to put clothes on and he sauntered towards a chair where his clothes are folded. The prosecutor asked, sauntered? Was that word chosen deliberately? The officer replied, it was the manner he walked. He had a sort of smirk on his face. In yeah. the, he pointed out that during the evidence, the um, Macintosh, he denied being a rose when the police burst in. So maybe, was he, maybe the police burst in and was like, oh my God, I've always fantasised about this. <laughs> <laughs> and then he was fucking hammering nails. Are you accusing the police of projecting an erection onto this man? They planted an erection <laughs> on him. <laughs> better planted a knife. <laughs> Drugs. Uh, let's scroll down because it's just details about it. He was fucking her, <laughs> you know. He was fucking her, and then he strutted off. What the? F- why does it say the officers told how they radioed for assistance and CID detectives arrived to take over the situation? What the? Oh, that's overkill, isn't it? A bit. We have a major brothel here. We've caught one old bastard shagging a really rough Chinese lady. We need a team of detectives. SWAT. Probably a bomb squad. Yeah, armed police, definitely. And if Mr. Blubby's around, send him. <laughs> Why Mr. Blubby? <laughs> He's our top agent. Uh, Detective Blobby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Blends in. <laughs> yeah, no vis undercover work, Mr. Blobby. <laughs> and a fake moustache and glasses. <laughs> exactly. Do I get this difference? <laughs> well, the fact he's a six foot tall pink with yellow spotted thing. That's how disguises work. Do you know anything? <laughs> well, in <laughs> multicultural Britain, I suppose. <laughs> uh, yeah, she's charged with sending alleged profits from the sex business abroad. Um, I don't know if he's been let off or not. It doesn't really say. It's just the trial's continuing. Well, he only paid 110 quid for full sex. We'll keep you posted. Uh, <laughs> compared to Telford prices, uh, so it's, it's a London expensive. brothel. It's a London brothel, I suppose. Yeah, I once paid a crack whore three pence and a piece of fluff. <laughs> Everything that was in my pocket. Uh-huh. That's a joke. I've never fucked a crack whore. I love you, darling, if you're listening. <laughs> Not the crack whore, my girlfriend. Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> I suppose 110 quid's pretty cheap for London, though. Yeah, I guess, yeah. But it tells you what sort of state the... Um, you get what you pay for, then. <laughs> Whatever it is. Yeah, that's true. You know? That's true. Next one, then. Uh, Florida City accidentally sends zombie alert to residents during power outage. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, a Florida City policy sent out a zombie alert during a recent power outage. The Palm Beach Post re- reported that the city administration appeared to send a text alert to all residents around 1.45am Sunday. So I wouldn't even fucking see that. Mm-hmm. Next thing, I, First thing I know about a zombie outbreak is when someone's eating me. And not in a, a particularly erotic <laughs> way. You know. 
Yeah, powers of, for Lake of Lakeworth and Terminus. That'd freak you out, wouldn't it? Yeah. Terminus. That's what it says, yeah. That's in, uh, that's in Walking, Walking Dead. Dead. That's where the people they were eating everybody, weren't yeah. they? I suppose the pertinent question would be, why does this state's um, governorship have that kind of text on standby? It why is not? an odd one, isn't it? Why not? Because there's no such fucking thing as zombies, it's as like, far as I know. It could be. Have they got a werewolf and a vampire attack? <laughs> I hope so. I fucking hope so. There's a Mothman thing, or there's an alien invasion text. <laughs> Godzilla! <laughs> Why not? Why not? I'd have fucking everything lined up on there, I would. I'd okay, and I, I would also occasionally send one out for a laugh. Godzilla alert! <laughs> well, there we get to the to the nub of the of the discussion. Was this someone, a city employee, having a bit of a giggle? I would have done it. Exactly, that's what I mean. Well, you wouldn't now, because you managed well, yeah, to see aren't you? <laughs> because Terminus was in The Walking Dead as well. That... Oh, I don't know anything about yeah, The Walking Dead. Yeah, that's true, yeah, it was, so. yeah. I thought that was quite a shocking bit, actually. He just cut that guy's throat. Yeah, it was, yeah. yeah I was like, fuck it, they got that on TV. And then he got, then he got a lot more yeah. graphics, so, yeah. Well, incidentally, there's a, an advert on the page we're looking at for that Martin Freeman Netflix zombie horror Cargo, it's called. My good lady friend watched it last night. I didn't. And uh, when I found her at the end, she was in a tearful mess. And she said it was very good. Oh, wow. So, yeah, give that a go, I guess. Good if zombie wanna, film. If, if you want to yeah. cry. <laughs> I don't want to cry at a zombie. She film. wasn't expected to get emotional over a zombie film. Recommend it. How come you didn't watch it? What were you doing? Interrogation. Just curious. Truthful answer: downstairs smoking marijuana. What for? Like, uh, I can't two smoke hours. It in the house. Well, yeah. Is it the shed? <laughs> Playing on my phone, you know, gaming. Is that is that is that suffice? Is just that just curious why you weren't watching the, Just curious why you weren't watching the film together. Oh, we do watch films together. We watched a good one. Uh, you've got Netflix, uh, Valerian and the Thousand Cities on a Planet. Some fuck me. Anyway, you know Luke Valerian. There, yeah, that's it. Luke Besson. Mm. It's his. Not film. a big fan of him. It's sci-fi, but if you like him, you love this. It was quite good, and it stars the new the guy who's playing Han Solo. So yeah, right. that's okay. why I found it interesting. Mm. You can see why they cast him. All yeah, right. Quite long though, got to be honest. Mm. I did miss a big chunk when I went downstairs to smoke again, but uh, <laughs> I saw the beginning and most of the last third. <laughs> I watched the Last Jedi again last night. Yeah, still, yeah, still yeah like good it. film. There's, there's three things I hate about it. Okay, the little puffing things. Oh, I can't poor. stand them. Oh, and the then your Jar Jar Binks. Mary Poppins in space. Yeah, they are that a bit is weird. fucking annoying. Stupid. Oh hey. no, no, where she's in the she, Princess Leia's. In space, yeah, actually, yeah. okay, yeah. And uh, not on a flight saber battles. No, she's floating through the air. She's using the force to pull herself. She gets blasted into space. Oh, she's got a suit on. No suit. No. All right. She's out there for about a good 30 seconds plus. Yeah, time slowed down, I think, in the, in the film. And then she just wheels herself back into the ship. All right. I thought it was unnecessary and just a bit, a bit stupid. It's just a way to show her... Being connected to the force, I think, because that's a pretty powerful thing well, to do. Well, it's very powerful, yeah, but... Um, the force kept her alive in space. I loved it, man. I really did enjoy yeah. it. I can see why. Oh, I loved it. Don't. I just said that they're the yeah, only criticisms. Fair play. Oh, I thought it was good, yeah. I, I like see it. why other people don't. I take their points, but I don't... It doesn't... I went to see it and loved it and thought it was great. I thought Luke was good in it, too. Lots yeah. of people think Luke was shit. I think Luke was no, great in it. He got his bad boy scene at the end. You get to see him being a Don Juan Jean with a lightsaber. Um, yeah. Yoda shows up. Sorry, spoilers if you haven't seen it. <laughs> I haven't seen it. Oh, spoilers. Still. Sorry, Ben. <laughs> it's 
Good then. But the best Mary Poppins in space is at the end of Guardians of the Galaxy 2, where Yondu like, is I'm coming Mary down on his Poppins. arrow and he's like, you look at Mary Poppins, like, is he cool? He's like, yeah, he's cool. I'm Mary fucking Poppins, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best Mary Poppins in space, I'm sorry. Excellent. So, <laughs> shall we move to, what's the next? Oh no, we didn't finish this one, did we? Um, yeah, uh, yeah. there are now uh, far less than 7,380 uh, customers involved due to extreme zombie activity, restoration time uncertain, the alert read in capital letters and red lettering. What? That was the alert? Yeah. yeah. What? There are now far less than 7,380 customers involved. Yeah. That's what the alert read. It's a bit of an odd one, isn't it? Yeah. Does it make sense? But the fact, I think someone's it's it's someone having a laugh because Terminus, it says there, it, there's a city yeah. called Terminus, and Terminus is the name of the city in the popular televisions of The Walking yeah. Dead, as we, we hit upon earlier. So, yeah. I think it was a hoax. It's actually, um, I don't think it's the city, I think it's the power service. Mm. It's the, the power supplier sent but a text to their customers saying, that. and someone's just had a bit of a laugh and said, eh, zombie attack. Some stoner with access to the current, the appropriate system required to make this a reality. Gary it's, McKinnon, maybe? Yeah, somebody like that's just had a laugh, got a bit too high before work, done it as a bet with another colleague, maybe, or just for shits and giggles for his own amusement. Yeah. Either way, I'd have got that text, to be honest, and been like, well, fuck yeah, off. That I wouldn't compared, have taken it seriously. Okay, that one or the nuke one. Oh, the, the new, new one, one scared me to, to yeah, fucking death. That's what I mean, and I would yeah. sue over it for emotional of course. Dis- damage. Oh, would it trigger you? Yeah! Oh, it would <laughs> fucking trigger you a text no, from the government. Nuclear war is fucking imminent. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I said that what are you going to do? Go out there and headbutt it out of the sky. Yeah, I'm going out naked. I'm going like a cave in, naked screaming and covered in other people's blood. Yeah. <laughs> I'd certainly send the cleaning bill. <laughs> <laughs> You used to be on the front lawn drinking a bottle of whiskey naked, <laughs> screaming at the sky. That's what yeah. I'll be doing. Yeah. <laughs> like every other day. Like every other Sunday morning. You're going to take me alive, you fuckers. <laughs> yeah, like every other Sunday morning. Yeah, well, you know. I say... I don't know what I'm saying. Because <laughs> I just took a large inhalation of... of Allegedly, a marijuana cigarette. Allegedly. Allegedly. And I have no idea what we're... T- oh, yeah. Yeah, we're pretty much done with this now. Do you like to take over, please? Yeah, we're, we're pretty much finished on this article. Done with this? There wasn't a zombie alert. They said there yeah. was. Moral of the story is, don't believe everything you read on your phone. Especially if it's from the electric company talking about <laughs> zombies, for fuck's sake. Yeah. Unless they're electro zombies. <laughs> That'd be pretty terrifying. That's a good name for an 80s synth. <laughs> it is, isn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah, electro zombie. <laughs> Like it, but it is a bang called that. Welcome to the apocalypse. Very crafty, that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was going for. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> Probably would be a German electro band, couldn't <laughs> Electro zombie. <laughs> Welcome to the apocalypse. Obviously, they play the funk plats. <laughs> of course. <laughs> we'll have a funky time in the apocalypse. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Share the next news story, please. Are we going to do another one? Or yeah, have you got one, Gaz? Oh, yeah, I've got one for you, gentlemen. Okay, this is from The uh, Independent, which is a uh, legitimate news source. Sort of, ish. Just uh, buddy, it's all right. Comparatively, you know, compared to some of the websites we read from. Oh, God, yeah. Uh, <laughs> are octopuses aliens from outer space that were brought to Earth by meteors? Yes. Uh, I believe so. Maybe. Octopuses are aliens. That's the claim being made by a team of 33 researchers 
published in a peer-reviewed scientific journal. They are not referring to aliens in a metaphorical sense, but literal aliens from outer fucking space. I added the fucking. <laughs> Since the paper was released on Sunday, a trickle of news courage has turned into a torrent. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> Trickles um, usually do that, left yeah. unchecked. Well, also, so do stories about animals that have been here for a long time being from space. I mean, yeah. I'd imagine that to be quite shareable. Oh my God, that means that Han Solo was fighting a space octopus in that fucking... Oh, Jesus. The Force Awakens. Go. Increasingly alarming headlines about octopuses and their extraterrestrial origins. It will not come as a surprise to many to learn that these claims have been mocked by the scientific community. Well, they would, wouldn't they? Who have branded the paper, published in Progress in Biophysics and Molecular Biology, as ridiculous and unscientific. What are the claims being made? They suggest that the Cambrian explosion, a sudden burst of life that occurred around 540 million years ago, was the result of extraterrestrial intervention. The paper asks whether this event, which saw the rapid emergence of most of the main animal groups that still exist on Earth today, was terrestrial <laughs> or cosmic. Their cosmic, man. Their conclusion is the latter. How do the scientists suggest this would work? Specifically, the researchers proposed the idea that alien viruses crashed to the Earth in a meteor, infected a population of primitive squid, and caused them to evolve into, not into octopuses. Another theory they suggest is that fertilised squid or octopus eggs were delivered to Earth by a meteor. The idea is essentially a reimagining of the panspermia hypothesis, which suggests <laughs> that life on Earth was seeded by space dust or asteroids crashing into Earth. One of its first proponents, Chandra Wickraming Shinge, I'm sorry about that, is one of the authors of <laughs> the new sneezed? paper. Yeah, that's a hard name um, to read. Why do the researchers look at the octopus in particular? Octopuses are weird. They are mollusks, <coughs> meaning that they are closely related to snails, and yet they are incredibly intelligent. On top of their large brains and sophisticated nervous system, the authors of the new paper list camera-like eyes, flexible bodies, and the ability to camouflage themselves by changing colour and shape as evidence of their extraterrestrial origins. So suddenly did these features appear in the octopus family tree that it is, quote, plausible then to suggest they seem to be borrowed from a far distant future in terms of terrestrial evolution, or more realistically, from the cosmos at large, the authors write. Quote, such an extraterrestrial orange as an exponent origin as an orange, an extraterrestrial <laughs> orange man, I'm tripping man. <laughs> such an extraterrestrial origin as an explanation of emergence, of course, runs counter to the prevailing dominant paradigm. They continue. This is a strong contender for understatement of the century. But, you know, they're just mocking this because it's not mainstream. You know, these guys yeah. are daring to think outside the box. So stuffy, independent newspapers got to talk it down. And um, yeah, but, you know. but to be fair, I'll read the last little bit. What reason is there to doubt the claims being made in the paper? I'll just have a swig of energy drink. His pupils ah. are now dilated. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there are plenty of reasons. First off, Mark Carnell from the Oxford University Museum of Natural History pointed out in a series of tweets, not one of the paper's authors is a zoologist. Much of the author's speculation rests on the idea that the genetics of octopuses and their relatives are mysterious, 
Yet a 2015 paper published in Nature revealed the octopus genome, so this is rather disingenuous. They then talk about how I have... Oh, no, sorry, I'm reading my own notes now. Um, that's the end of the article. My own notes is what I wanted to point out to you. Why this terrifies me mostly is because if octopus are one day going to take over... It's a possibility. I've eaten deep-fried baby octopus. Oh! Heathen? Is one going to emerge from my chest? <laughs> it's some kind of ironic punishment. Or do you think or it's hanging around? Are they eventually going to hunt me down when they take over? Oh, in, yeah. In their crank, crank from the Ninja Turtles, remember? Yeah. A little squishy thing in a big robot. The octopus thing in life. Yeah. Imagine octopuses, big ones that can just, when they stand up on their legs, they're as tall as a man. Imagine how horrible that would look, walking up to you on straight sort of eight legs. Yeah. If they get that no, big no, and just take, come on the land. Six legs and they'd be holding like a <coughs> laser gun in the other two. Ah, very, very correct. They're coming from Samurai the swords in another two. Mm. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not the only one who's eaten baby ones and big ones. And lots of people eat a lot of octopus. So I've eaten squid. I'm going to stop now. I mean, I only did it once when I was an honoured, so it's not really a thing. But I am worried. What if one does... I've eaten baby aliens. <laughs> Potentially is what I take from... I know not everything's about me. <laughs> but what I take from this story is I've potentially eaten baby aliens. Deep fried. Well, we ourselves could be aliens. All life on Earth well, could be alien. That's the panspermia yeah. uh, theory. Yeah. Which I, you know... So <laughs> we've all eaten aliens. Well, oh... Oh, <laughs> so I'm a reggae man. Oh, I'm an eagle <laughs> um. I'm an octopus in the sea. Oh, oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, what you do you think? This. <laughs> so what do you think? Are octopuses from space, boys? Well, they are psychic. There's that one in the mm. 2000... Was it 2006 German World was. Cup? Yeah, where he was predicting the results left, right and centre. Yeah, they basically have superpowers, don't yeah. they? Yeah. Uh, so if one's psychic, then others could be. Before you know it, they're, they're all talking to one another. Have you seen a video of one opening a fucking jam jar? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's some high-level shit. There's a lot of women who can't do that. I can't do that uh, occasionally. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, that was a horrible... <laughs> the Bernard Manning of podcasts. <laughs> that was a terrible sexist 70s-style joke. But hey, we're retro! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like it. I'm yeah. going to be really nice to every octopus I see now. Yeah, I'm never going to eat a baby one again. I know that. I'm going to go to SeaWorld and make friends with them all. <laughs> Well, the ones at SeaWorld would be really sad as well. All the animals at SeaWorld. Well, I'd break them out. Sad. <laughs> hey, yeah. And you come, come there, like, yeah, the octopus king. Yeah. Hey. Then I take over the world and an army of octopuses. <laughs> would you? Would you fuck the queen though? If they said you had to. Yeah, that's that's like, they're gonna kill you. I'm the king. They can't do that. You might be able to secrete over a egg sack. Well, that's what I probably have to do, wouldn't it? I probably just have to wank over a egg sack. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Loving you is easy because you're beautiful. How do you like your eggs? <laughs> <laughs> Over the egg sack. <laughs> so that would this is a nice little segue to lead us on to who'd win out of my giant army of octopuses in Stalin's human Z army. <laughs> oh, what a segue! Yeah. That was bordering on professional. <laughs> I have my moments, few, few far between, but I have them. Can we call a quick, uh, swift break there as well? All right, and we're back. So let's talk about Humanzies and Stalin's ingenious plan to want a human-ape army. A human-ape hybrid army. Mm. Yeah! Sounds fucking metal. It sounds terrifying. Mm. 
it does. It sounds absolutely it horrifying. Does. I mean, well, we'll get into it. Well, it's Planet of the Apes, isn't it? But yeah, it's Planet of the Apes. They've all got that fucking hammer and sickle on their helmets. Uh, firing their AKs or running at you, screeching like fucking frenzied chimpanzees. In their armour. Yeah. Terrifying. The possibility of a human-ape hybrid has been entertained since the medieval period. This goes back quite a way. Really? Yeah, back to the um, 11th century, where Peter Damien, who was later a saint and he was a Benedictine monk, claimed to have seen the monstrous offspring of a human woman who had mated an ape. I just think he saw a really <laughs> hairy bloke and a hairy woman. It was the Middle Ages. I was going to say, how did he know... It was the 11th century personal hygiene was not a fucking great no. standard. Did she, what did she see? Did he, did he see the conception? How does he know she fucked nope. an ape? No, nope. he's, he's just guessing. He's I'm a presume, I'm pres- well, he's a priest, he's a monk, so obviously he believes in stuff. He's easily led. Uh, <laughs> he easily leads children. Um, Maybe. Uh, probably. Uh, it was probably like the guy we saw from the circus with the hairy face, mm. which is a medical yeah. condition, which I don't know the name I of. I don't know the name. I'm a it's amateur the, journalist. It's the werewolf syndrome. Yeah. Um, <laughs> is that the technical term? Yeah, I think it's... Werewolf face. <laughs> Furry <Personal>. face. <laughs> um, I just... Why didn't you try and shave? I'm slightly ashamed to say that during that bit of the documentary we all watched, um, where it showed a man who was in the Russian circus, I think, was it Russian? Somewhere like that. Anyway, he's got extremely... And his entire face is covered in hair, like a like, a, like Teen Wolf. He looks yeah. quite a lot yeah. like a Teen Wolf. I found it extremely difficult to look at him and also quite upsetting... But then was actually quite annoyed when I saw that he had a relatively hot girlfriend. Yeah, I must have missed that part. Did you see, did you see him walking see hand in hand with like an incredibly hot circus chick? Lady, but that's just woman. his controller. <laughs> his handler. <laughs> she was handling him. And if that's what his face looks like, imagine how hairy his asshole is. Boy. Anyway. But that's not. <laughs> I just had this horrible thought. Do you think she has to clip the shit from around his ass? <laughs> like a dog. Like a dog. Yeah. That's really insensitive. I just popped into my head. It's like, oh, fuck. Does he rub his ass on the carpet? <laughs> Only if he's not worms, Mike. <laughs> um, oh, there must be a woman out there with a Chewbacca fetish. Well, imagine if someone... And she works in the circus. I mean, yeah. she's probably seen a lot. Yeah. For so, all we know, she's got three tits. <laughs> so he had the syndrome, right? The, yeah. The guy in the circus. I've actually seen Why a really these cool... ancient people had the same thing, but they would have been ostracised, wouldn't they? And then they yeah. just wandered around in the woods. You wouldn't think... No one would sit down and say, oh, that's a genetic thing, and, you know, he's got a condition. Be nice. So don't yeah, don't they... call him furry face. Yeah, so probably threw rocks at her. <clears throat> Smeared her in chicken's blood. Saw her give birth and said she fucked a monkey. Yeah, that's probably what it was. Yeah. Anyway, the idea's there. Yeah. But that's because chimpanzees and humans are very closely related, sharing 95% of our DNA sequences. 99, isn't it? No, 95 of DNA sequence and 99 oh. of coding DNA sequences. Yeah, I don't I know, know what the difference is. I was hoping Mike was going to tell me. I have me. no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I, I heard it was 98%. Well, either way, it's fucking high. Well, yeah, well... Once Not again, as high as me at the moment, but still fucking <laughs> high. Well, once again, listener, as we always say, you are the fact checker. So let us know how much DNA do we in fact share with chimps? Is it yeah. 95, 98, 99? Yeah, we have a few, one fewer chromosome though. Probably 97 now. Yeah. <laughs> Should we say 97? It's in the middle. Yeah. That's how it's over 95. Yeah. We're close. So. This came about from a story that was leaked from Moscow newspapers to the Scottish Post, I think it was. 
originally. The, in 1926, the Politburo passed a request to the Academy of Science to build a living war machine. Stalin told Ivanov, who was uh, Ilin Ivanovich Ivanov, who was the guy behind this, I want a new invincible human, being insensitive to pain, resistant and indifferent to the quality of the food they eat. Now this came at a time when the Soviet Union was embarked on a crusade to turn the world upside down with social engineering, new cities, architecture and a new egalitarian society. Because they were just, they were the new boys on the block at this so point. It's the, the 20s. They haven't been, a, they haven't been yeah. the Soviet Union for very long. You know, so they're industrialising, they're trying to, you know, build brand new cities with funky new architecture, which sadly all ended up being square and grey. But yeah. functional nonetheless, I imagine. <laughs> In a Soviet Union kind of way. I've always thought in Russia, isn't it weird that they put their big dome things on the on buildings? Oh, the in the the Kremlin. Is it, is it the Kremlin? Yeah. yeah. I love that building, though. Looks fucking yeah, great. Is that Russian Orthodoxy or something to do with that? Perhaps. You just think it's a bit of decoration. It's like a mushroom trip. It's quite it? an old building, isn't it? I think it goes well, well back to the early days of of Russia and the, the Tsars. I simply have no idea. <laughs> I don't do history, but. The Russian I'm Revolution could be a good episode, actually. That's pretty funny. Yeah. That's that's quite that's quite pretty good. And Mike loves a bit of fucking communism. But the aliens involved, but obviously the Anunnaki bloodlines are involved because they've controlled humanity from behind closed doors since the. You've um, been reading not too much Saint Ike. <laughs> I have read a lot. So <laughs> Did like the tinfoil hat though. That was great. Uh, well, yes, for the listener, if you'd like to find our Facebook page, um, cutting through the bull in the post-truth apocalypse on Facebook, uh, you will find a video posted today where I go in detail and explain how the Infinity Stones from the latest Avengers film are in fact a real historical thing and why we should shut down all shops, all hippie shops that sell crystals. <laughs> just in case. <laughs> just in case. So find us on Facebook and have a watch. Sorry Ben. That's Back to right. the story. That's okay. So, where were we? The Politburo uh, say um, we want a super soldier, mm -hmm. we want a human Z super soldier. Um, and Ivanov was uh, quite into this idea. He'd met with Stalin, said, mm. Yeah, maybe you're going to do that. Yeah, maybe. Well, this is allegedly because I saw somebody saying there's no evidence that Whoa. Stalin paid for the experiments without really knowing what he was paying for. But they paid, I've got the price here. Stalin gave him, gave him his blessings and said is a ten thousand dollar grant which now is a hundred and twenty thousand dollars so a lot of money for the time yeah it's a lot of money a lot. i mean although a lot of those grants are being given out because they wanted to get ahead mm. they wanted to get up to the to the yeah the west the end. west yeah their five-year plans and all that and um famines and but hey he go, go to work in a factory worker <laughs> comrade <laughs> worker yeah so it's uh Give you a bit of background on this. Um, God, we're going to struggle with his name, aren't we? He's got three names. Which one of them is the uh, easiest? I've to just say? been calling him Ivanov. Ivanov's the easiest one to say, yeah. So, because um, uh, he was born in 1896, um, and he actually had a bit of success in mixing animals and sort of. He was into sperm. <laughs> is what he was really into. It is interesting that he started this with. He didn't try the chimpanzee no. sperm and the female eggs first he tried the human male sperm and the chimpanzee eggs first well he's he? got experience he's got did you see on the documentary that he 
bred a zebra and a horse. Yes, the, I can't remember what it's called now. Um, anyway, before that, he, uh, he perfected artificial insemination and its practical usage for horse breeding. He proved that his technology allows one stallion to fertilise up to 500 mares instead of 20 to 30 by natural fertilisation. The results were sensational for their time and Ivanov's station was frequented by horse breeders from many parts of the world. So, he was an experienced animal spunk slinger. <laughs> world renowned. <laughs> sort of doing groundbreaking stuff for the time. Oh yeah, this is in the 1920s. I mean, I think yeah. he uh, announced all this like in 1921. So you can see why yeah. he's not mental to look no, at... No, I tell you lie. So in 1910, he presented this idea to the, yeah. uh, to the World Congress of Zoologists, which yeah. was meeting in Graz. Well, my point is, you can see if he's been successfully crossbreeding horses and zebras and, yeah. and playing with horse bunk and dub, making it go twice as far. He's not insane to then be looking at chimps and humans and go, oh, I reckon I could yeah. put a human in yeah. a chimp or the other way around. Yeah, well, it wasn't long it? after the uh, Charles Darwin, was it? 1870s, 1880s. It was Darwin's. definitely afterwards because that comes yeah, it wasn't into long some after, of the reasons yeah. why, this, why these experiments were happening, actually, because uh, we'll, we'll get there anyway. It was the Pasteur Institute gave Ivanov access to their ape preserve in uh, Konaki, Guinea, in Africa in 1926. Because Pasteur, they were big into science. It was a science institute. So they had this little yeah. reservation down in Guinea. And they said, you can come and use our monkeys if you like, because you're furthering science. Not trying to develop a horrifying ape soldier for your Stalin communist <laughs> for Stalin. Oh, no, no, no. No, we can see where you're going to try this. That's what we need on this this country, in this world. Some ape people. Yeah, they'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure they'll they fit right be, in. They won't be horrifically mentally scarred and ostracised. No, and, we won't be creating yeah. some kind of sub-worker class, will we? No, 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 no. Some could say that we are the sub-worker class generated genetically modified by the Anunnaki. <laughs> ah. Sorry, that's the last time I mentioned it. Maybe. Uh, yes. Anyway, he, it, while he was in Guinea, he uh, artificially inseminated three female chimps over the course of a year, but was unsuccessful. He then decided to inseminate Soviet women with ape sperm. And How did that go? Uh, not well, it didn't work. It just didn't work. Uh, I heard something, you might have to give me a bit of background to make sure, because I didn't fact check this, it was on another podcast I listened to, a very angry podcast that was basically proving that this story is bullshit and the reason why the the professor was doing it with, like, you know, just sort of darker reasons, not army, you know, fantastical reasons. And he said that the women that were inseminated were taken against their will from a part of Africa where Russia were, had some kind of operation or did Russia ever occupy a... Well, I know. Yeah, I'm not aware of. For some reason, he went and got some, some black African women and so there's a hint of fucking racialism. That's not a word, is it? Racism. Yeah. To his thinking where he's just like, well, who's going to be the closest in DNA? Oh, they will. So, that hairy bloke over there. Well, you can see why... <laughs> I'm not excusing him, but you can see why a 1920s Russian fucker might think be thinking that, that yeah. way, you know. Oh, yeah. well, everyone thought that way back then. Yeah, was, but there's no know, way of proving it. There's no... I, I don't know. I don't know whether it was local Russian women or whether he went and got some African women. I, don't I, know. I got but, volunteers, Russian women who were volunteers. Yeah, so I saw that sort of artificially inseminated. I suppose he'd have to carry the child as well, wouldn't he? So. Yeah, I saw that in the film, mm. yeah. Um, that apparently somebody walked in and volunteered. Yeah. Because did we get to the bit where... So we're on that bit now where he... 
he had three access to three chimps, didn't yes, he? Yes. Um, I don't know how he got the chimp spunk. Have you thought? Well, they will they will masturbate into their own hand and fling it at you. So I don't imagine he's going to scoot off the wall. Right, chimp porn. <laughs> it was 1920. <laughs> they showed him King Kong. King Dong. King Dong. That was the porn version. Yeah. The porn parody. <laughs> I bet there's one of them. I've never looked for it. And until then, the idea would never even cross my mind. But now, when I get You've never typed King Dong into Never lived. <laughs> Seriously, though. No. How does one get the spunk for these type of experiments? Would you give the chimp a tranquilizer and extract it directly from the testicles, maybe? I hope it's that, and you don't wank <laughs> off a chimp. I hope it's that. But anyway, that's not an essential part of the story. Well, I think it's they just... do to pigs and things, so it could they be. They don't do a machine, like stick a... Your mannequin hand. No, that's mine. Get it's away from the dirty chimp. I just trademarked me and my kids. I'm the only one who gets to use get it. Get your hand off me, you filthy dirty <laughs> pig. Get your hand off. Get your hand off my marigold-covered mannequin hand, you filthy chimp. If this is your first episode, um, there was talk on previous episodes of me constructing some sort of pulley system that would have a mannequin's hand with a marigold glove on the end. Of would wank me off whilst driving. You I did the marigold. <laughs> like that's the sick bit of the story. That's the hygienic bit of the story. I'm not an animal. I'm not an ape. <laughs> you know what? I should have watched Planet of the Apes as fucking research. Not the fucking remake though with Marky Mark. Oh, that's terrible. Never seen that one. Thankfully, the original is a lot better, and it? it's. I've seen the first original. None of the sequels. And I've seen sequels are a bit dodgy, aren't they? There's a lot of them. I like the third yeah. one, Battle for Planet of the Apes. That's oh. quite fun. Never seen it. Basically, he wanked off three chimps. He got the spunk somehow, anyway. Yeah. He wanked yeah. off three chimps, and he he stuck the spunk in the women. He inseminated the females mm-hmm. specimens. Sorry, I'll try and I'll try and talk scientifically because this is real science, no. serious science. He inseminated the three female specimens and sat back and waited, and nothing happened. No pregnancy happened. But he then theorised that um, three wasn't enough for a test case. You know what I mean? He needed, he needed to, to impregnate yeah. a lot of, of women. Uh, no, to inseminate a lot of women to try and maybe get a success. But he realised chimp spunk is fairly difficult to acquire. I mean, I don't know how hard it is to, <laughs> to jack up a chimp. but Melt he's them like, dry? <laughs> you know, or finding, I think, or have I got this mixed up? I think they're also using orangutans and stuff like that. They're pretty close to us as well, because you know that the, the Did last. He stick human. Sp- he stuck human spunk in a chimp first. Didn't yeah, he, he went that, he went that way round. Yeah. That's how did you do that do. one? <laughs> well, you, right. you go to the guy. Would you mind jacking off in that cup in that room, Mike? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, th- I think he took matters into his own hands. <laughs> I'll inseminate the bitch. Yeah, so he tried it one way. This oh, is why that getting... was the worst thing about that documentary. Is the amount of fucking red prolapsed anuses I had to see it put me off watching the entire thing. Is I realise of all monkeys got prolapsed anuses. I don't it's know. Just, it's so wrong, man. I hate that. Apparently, design. the more prolapsed, the, the more choice of a female it is, the prettier it is. Oh. That's like the Kim Kardashian ass of the two <laughs> Looks like a fucking stretched head jug. That's the one. I've seen a lot of road killing by a lot of work. I'm not a psycho, I'm a professional driver. It's your first episode. I've so, seen a lot of prolapsed anuses in my life. 
but that's them hanging around the hospital ward. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Till he gets chased off by security. I'm bad now. <laughs> Swiftly moving on. Would you like to know a little bit about the last, um, the last chimpanzee human uh, common ancestor? No oh, more Because of how, because of how close we are. Obviously, people have looked back for where did we split off in the um, in the chain of things. Um, it's the last common ancestor shared by the exitant, which is Homo human. That's where you laugh, Ben. I, I know what it is. I said Homo. <laughs> um, and, I was kept a perfectly straight face then. <laughs> and Pan, which is the chimpanzee, genera of Hominini. Hominini. Okay. Hominini. Hominicus. Hominini. I was looking at that mini triangle. Due to complex hybrid speciation, it is not possible to give a precise estimate on the age of this ancestral individual. While original divergence between populations may have occurred as early as 13 million years ago, hybridization may have been ongoing until as recent as 4 million years ago. Speciation from Pan to Homo appears to have been a long, drawn-out process. After the original divergences, there were, according to Patterson, periods of hybridization between population groups and a process of alternating divergence and hybridization that lasted several million years. Sometime during the late Miocene or early Pliocene um, periods, the earliest members of the human clade completed a final separation from the lineage of Pan which, with date estimates ranging from 13 million to as recent as 4 million. Oh, I've already said that. The latter date and the argument for hybridization events are rejected by Wakeley. So they're essentially saying that for many millions of years, we sort of went back and forth through periods of, of interbreeding. Like there was two, an earlier version of Homo sapiens and a version of chimps that were interbreeding for a long time until eventually something happened where it just evolutionary lily we lost the um, the, the female the chimps where we get you know maybe the female chimps were getting even hairier and we were getting more less, less hairy attractive. and it was yeah. uh, you know, there it was, was an evolutionary thing that. to encourage us to fuck our own women and not these because I hate to admit this but I was thinking about this what, having sex with a chimpanzee <laughs> if there was a chimp human hybrid female oh god oh. I can see where this is going <laughs> and it was ridiculously horny and it just craved sex constantly would I if no one was around. And there was no way of anyone ever knowing. <laughs> Would I fuck the chimp woman? And I think it depends entirely on how the hybridization turns out. Will they have the prolapsed ass of a, <laughs> of a chimp or the nice, juicy rump of a sexy human female? Albeit hairy. Very hairy. I think another thing you want to worry about is like... Yes. Is it going to get the brains of the human and the body of the chimp? Mm-hmm. Or is it going to get the body Never of the human and the brains of the chimp? I would fuck her if she was chained up. <laughs> and she wanted me to. So it maybe against the will. I just, you, know, you know he works on the <laughs> road a lot. Right? <laughs> it's a and a lot, a, lot, a lot of professional drivers do end up being serial killers. Hey, this is a matter um, minefield. I'm a fucking family man. Fuck you. I'm also <laughs> a <phone> So was BTK. <laughs> <laughs> So very was true. John Wayne Gacy. Very true. Very. Yeah. Was he? Yeah. Okay. 
Well, thanks for the comparison, Ben. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on. You can't. You start just as a clown on the other girls. You big girls scared of clowns, right? But Gacy dressed. Gacy, one of Gacy's jobs was a clown. One of my jobs isn't a clown. <laughs> but what if it becomes it? <laughs> I'm fine. Back to the fucking chip story. Oh, you want me to say something? Yeah. I thought you were carrying on. I, waited I was you, having a swig. I thought you were drinking beer. I was going to say something. <laughs> um, let's talk about the, 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 the human ape army. All right, why, why would you want that? It'd be fucking awesome. Apart from that. <laughs> if you were their ruler, it would be awesome, yes. But I was thinking, like, you've just touched on a, an important part of the hypothesis. Yes, there, this did feature in a bit of the documentary I watched, yeah. If they had the strength of of men and the brains of chimps, what fucking use are they to you? Yeah. I mean, you'd have to somehow wrangle them. They'd still, because, I mean, men are useful as soldiers, but you'd have to, I mean, you see how hard it is to teach a chimp just basic things. So you'd need some kind of mind control or... Shock you know, collar. Yeah, shock collar. Maybe you'd just use them as labour or whatever. However, if they had the strength of chimps and the size of a man... That's still good. With, with a man yeah. with somewhere in between a, a larger intelligence than a chimp... The ability to follow orders and understand its place. That's quite scary. But then what if... Let's get out there crazy, because humanities aren't that crazy. Um, <laughs> some sort of mind control cap device to make them sort of autonomous and controllable. Where you just shut certain parts of the brain. Whether they had that tech in the 1920s, I don't know. Doubtful. Uh, Very doubtful. Shot you know, colour might be a bit more... Mm. So what? Do, which which combination? It's got to be the middle well, you, combination. You're going to get them all, it? aren't you? You're going to get every single variant of that. And if you if you had a large enough, and you want a bit of an army, so let's say you need a couple of million of them, you know, mm. to invade Europe, mm. so at least a couple of million with replacements on the way because they're going to get shot. Yeah. I true. mean, they are going to be cannon fodder. Well, yeah, that's. I mean, they would be, but maybe you'd use the the, the sort of the ones with the chimp intelligences. The really Not saying a word. Um, the ones with the chimp intelligences and more humans, you'd use them as your cannon fodder, and then you'd send in your, your gorillas, as in like the um, fuck Planet of the Apes, your gorillas are your Heavy your, warrior, your warrior cast in that society, aren't they? Mm. So maybe those are bigger dudes, bigger ape dudes with the human brains, they're, they're your best dudes, and all the others, the ones that you know you should have in varying degrees mm. of cannon fodder, don't you? But you've still got to get them to obey. That's a, and that's if you're if you're bit. the intelligent griller dude guy, mm. you know, and remember that chimps are they are they are estimated to be five to ten times stronger than your average human male. Right? They are strong that's little bastards. Isn't it? Oh, they're swinging, you know, mm. swinging through the woods all day. Mm. Builds up strength. <laughs> it does. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like you. <laughs> um, also worth pointing out that chimps are the only animals, uh, unlike apart from us, mankind, who will gang together and attack mm. other groups just because they want to or because they've got stuff that they like. They essentially... Yeah. They're cunts too. Yeah. They're hanging around that waterhole and we like, quite like that waterhole, so let's us 20 of us get together and go in yeah. and can kick the shit out of them They essentially boys. act like football hooligans, don't they? Yeah. Territorial little groups murdering and kicking the fuck out of each other over trivial matters. You yeah, better like they cunts. don't eat each other after. <laughs> no, and, and they will we indulge in cannibalism yeah. after. You know. They eat babies and stuff. Shall we yeah. indulge uh, Ben uh, in some of their methods of attack? Methods of attack. Sorry. Yes. Um, where will they aim for first? They will. Aim, they will target the hands, face, and genitals of their opponent Ooh. to both disable and intimidate. I suppose the intimidation part is if you grab down. Mm. 
rip your opponent's balls you off ran and over here showing now. them he's going to become very distressed by that yeah if you <laughs> dived over here now bit my car <laughs> savagely yeah and just say who's your fucking daddy I would be like you are then <laughs> I'd be traumatised. Yeah, really. Please don't bite my cock again. <laughs> Can I have it back, please? It's too late, he's at the window. <laughs> uh, no. I sent Mike to the hospital. Mike could dive out after it. I need one of them. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. <laughs> again, for the listener, Mike's penis is in another dimension. <laughs> so you, you can definitely see where... Yeah. We and the apes, we and the chimpanzees in particular, have a lot in common. A lot of us have grown out of the, the shit flinging. <laughs> some. Some of us have. Some. Yeah. Some. Um, yeah, so I, I like, I mean, imagine seeing, you know, a couple of million humanzees coming over those Russian planes with tanks and aircraft, mm. and they're all firing AK 47s and screeching horrifically. Well, that'd scare the shit out of you, wouldn't it? Definitely. So it's a good idea. And they can live on shit food. I mean, they can literally eat the bark from trees. Well, what you need them to do is... Nuts. Yeah, but they can eat, you know, crap stuff. Mm. So you haven't got to supply them as much, have you? You probably feed them Weetabix. I'd be giving them Weetabix. Loads of Weetabix. <laughs> well, it'll keep them going all day, wouldn't it? Yeah. Speed. Give them loads of speed. Mm. No, because you want them to, you don't want them, you just have some kind of drug to keep them under control. Chimps <laughs> on speed. You do not want chimps on speed. Trust me. Imagine I have a lot of amphetamine experience and experience of being around people on amphetamine. You do not want a chimp on, on speed and steroids. Oh, I can't think of anything fucking worse. You're just going to get skull fucked into the next world. <laughs> <laughs> if, if they're under control, that's what you want, isn't it? Yeah, only if you can control it, yeah, like yeah. skull fuck him, don't skull fuck yeah, me. When they shot caps or something. Yeah, what if like the shot cap gets shot off and then all of a sudden they're turning on the commissars? Like, oh, so, you, so in this scenario, you're like the commissar. That's it. With your, your 40k reference. Coat, and they don't have commissars in the Russian army. Oh, so, did they? Yeah, yeah. They, did the same thing? Yeah. Oh, right, awesome. Didn't know That's that. what they got the idea from. Yeah, if you retreated, the commissar just oh. would shot you in the head. Yeah, everyone get That's back to terrifying. I thought it was in a fucking game. Well, no, I know they actually did that. Yeah. That's insane. You've seen Enemy at the Gates, haven't you? Yeah, but I didn't think it was like a... Yeah, if you retreated, you were shot. There was no there was no, no surrender, no retreat. Yeah. That was a film, though, wasn't it? Again, I just didn't think that... Yeah. I thought it was exaggerated for the film. No, Truth no. Truth is stranger than fear. Yeah, and, and the, if you were running away, know. the commissar was up with your squad. If you went, let's get the fuck out of here, he'd just shoot you in the face and say, right, everyone else forwards. There we go, then. Or oh, this will happen. Could we, <laughs> I'll uh, do it again. <laughs> in that situation, make sure you're the commissar. Exactly. <laughs> but in that situation, you're also the most fanatical guy. You're, you're, you've been... I mean, in, in 40k, what you alluded to... Well, like you're used reason, to being the most fanatical guy in the room. <laughs> the commissars in, in the Imperium are, are, are literally orphans and schooled from, and brainwashed and everything. If you're a Russian commissar, yeah, you're, you're a brainwashed communist, but oof, yeah, you're going to do it anyway, aren't you? Fuck yeah. it. You're, you've probably been taken from a kid and brainwashed into believing in the cause that much. You'll shoot your own people in the head. I would say so. Uh, could we um, have a pause just there for yeah. a sec, guys? And we are back. So... In 1930, <coughs> Sorry. Uh, Ivan, Ivanov um, fell under political criticism of the Soviet government, probably because he wasn't working any yeah. sort of miracles for them, mm. and they gave him some like money, him. so they weren't very happy with him. And he was sticking monkey spunking women. Yes. He's like, they, can't, they couldn't take any more off the gulag. Yeah. 
Well, he was kind of exiled to the um, the Kazakh, which is in modern-day Kazakhstan, a veterinary technical institute, and he sadly died of a stroke two years later. Well, he spent a lot of his professional career doing a stroke, so... <laughs> <laughs> Stroking something, yeah. Stroking monkey cock. Ba-boom. <laughs> Sorry. So, yeah, thus ends the tale. Yeah. Stalin never got his ape soldiers. Mm. Or did he? Well, um... I don't know. I, I'm, I don't know. I do. I don't think he did. Before we come into the final conclusions, there's one bit of the. Uh, I watched a very interesting documentary. If, if you put in Stalin's Humanzi Army into YouTube, it's one of the first ones that come up. Um, in 1970, some guy did attach, like, take a monkey head from one body and attach it to another. He didn't reattach the spinal cord, but he attached the blood vessels and stuff like that. And Impressive in itself. And its head came back alive, basically. It opened its eyes and there was blood going around and. Um, so imagine if you bred these super strong chimps but you cut the heads off and just put on human soldiers heads it would then have the brains of a human but the body of a super strong steroid chimp hybrid killing animal that would put a real crick in your day wouldn't it yeah but you'd volunteer for it wouldn't you you know, and you know oh, you'd get yeah. the right guys that would who's going to volunteer for that fucking loads of crazy people to the go and fanatics rip literal come in, hey, mate, come in head on the chimp you're an American, and I, and I hate to stereotype, but the type of American who wants to join and be the best Marine ever, you're from a you small mean the, town. the one that's like three steps away from being a school shooter? Yeah, you know the type, he's, he's from he a small town. He likes his guns, yeah. he's, he's very pro-American. Right, I come in and yeah. say to you, as this person, so son, how's this sound of you? Going into a village in, I don't know, some, one of those Middle Eastern places, you know the type, the places we go. Yeah, yeah. Going into yeah. a village with your bare hat, bullets will be bouncing off you. Oh. You'll be three feet taller than anybody in the village. Oh. With your bare hands, you will lift cars above your head and rip them in two and throw the halves at your enemies. You'll be able to crush heads with your thumb and your forefinger. How does that sound? Some You'll be able to jump 25 feet in the air. Take down helicopters. How's it sound? Oh, sir, I, I think I've got a hard on. Well, <laughs> all we need to do to make this a reality is cut off your head and attach it to the body of the chip. <laughs> and it, uh, Sign me up, sir. Sign <laughs> me up. <laughs> Good America. I'll that's, be, I'll... The, okay, that's, the, that's the bit in it. That's you, the, the crux of it. You do realize you'll be a chip. <laughs> Essentially a giant get, chip for the rest of your life. Yeah, so you, get them, you get them to sign the form before you mention it. Thanks for the signature, son. By the way, your head's going to be on a chimp. What, you what? Excuse me, Commander. What are you going to do with my human body once you remove the head? Oh. Oh, you don't want to know. <laughs> Classified, boy. We make a lot of money renting that out. Renting that out to politicians. <laughs> to fuck. With the monkey head on it. Yeah. Just headless. Just headless. Because they're weird. So, yes. Are they use them as mannequins? <laughs> the options are uh, monkey head or no monkey head. <laughs> I'll go with the monkey uh, head this week. <laughs> Jeffrey, bring me my monkey headed. Okay, paraplegics. Paraplegics that are the veterans. Yeah. You'll get them to sew my head on a fucking yeah. giant chimp body, definitely. There you, go. there you go, you find a niche market. <laughs> Make it so, the other side's up, is it? Yeah. Get it's the first thing you're starting a business is find your niche market. <laughs> so, 
Can I just ask the question? Because if I'm going to have my head on a chimp's body, mm -hmm. right, I feel it's an important question of my own psychological well-being. Yes. How hunger chimps? Uh, well, you'll be a sort of 12 foot tall chimp, so everything's relative, isn't it? So I, I suppose guess, so. Yes, you know. Well, well who's going to be shagging you? You don't know. <laughs> I mean, that woman who was, who was shagging the bloke from the circus, maybe. Your only option is to go gay and shag one of you in the chimp soldier. Well, no, because I could just, what if, what if some woman does, you know, some, some woman's a chimpanzee fetish? I mean, she can see past. You'll rip her in too. I won't, be fine. It won't be fine, it'll be a bloodbath. <laughs> a, a matted hair bloodbath. You don't want that. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> oh, just you know, just yeah, because your 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 mind has got to accept the fact that you're now on a chimp's body. That will cause major psychological problems, probably, wouldn't yeah. it? Well, I'm I don't know. You'll be so. too yeah. busy. You look in the mirror the and you're expecting to see your own body, mm. but instead, it's, a, it's a chimp. It's muscular, a, yeah, but you're still gonna be like chimp warrior. In a way, that's really cool. But at the same time, what the fuck? My body's getting rogered by Dick Cheney in a fucking shady well, back office room. You'll have to pass psychological tests to prove that you are the correct person to take it. You'll have to have a. a, a not much of an ego. They'll have to give you ayahuasca to give you an ego death. So imagine that you've just had the biggest trip of your life, and then you wake up on a chip. What the fuck was in that man? <laughs> Shut up, get out there and kill those villagers. <laughs> on the plus, I'm going to jump in the air and take bring down helicopters would be pretty fun. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't do it, but I could see why people would. Anyway, boys, what do you think? Oh, uh, we need to. The final part of the story, to be fair, is if we're going to wrap up and give our opinions. What I learned in my research was this is real. I mean, this is real for the listeners. It's not Tim Voyat territory. This Russian guy did have government funding to try and interbreed uh, chimps and humans, but his reasons probably they the experts claim probably weren't an effort to make a hybrid army. Aww. It was more likely the fact that Stalin really didn't like the church. No, he wasn't a fan. He thought they had a bit too much power and he would like to really stick it to them. And what way to prove Darwin's theory of evolution, which was quite new at the time, what better way to prove that being true than to um, say, cross you to the church. basically yeah. say, look, we're so related to them that if one of us gets up the courage to bang one, we can make a baby. And then everything you say, Mr. Church, from now on is, quite frankly, bullshit, cockwash, bullshit, bullshit and cockwash and puppy cock. Remove yourself. You have no power. That's probably the most likely yeah, I can explanation see for his weird experiments. And also, he might have just been a bit of a freak. <laughs> what do you think? I mean, I maybe he was just chimps. thinking... Oh, yeah. <laughs> maybe he was just thinking, look, I did it with a zebra and a horse. Wouldn't it be funny? <laughs> Wouldn't it be a laugh <laughs> if I did it with humans and chimps? Yeah. Yeah, it's just science pushing the boundaries, isn't it? Or he could have been trying to take down the church at Stalin's request. Or Western Europe. With an army. Yeah. So, what do, do you, you think? Oh, do you want to read the article first, Mike, and then give our opinion? We can do that if you want. Yeah. Because this is quite yeah. an interesting. Um, Let's see what an actual scientist has to say. Yeah. Is he a scientist? Yeah, he's an evolutionary biologist, yeah. Mr. Yeah. Richard Dawkins. How would you feel about a half-human, half-chimp hybrid? Dawkins speculate, speculates about how a human-chimp hybrid or the discovery of a living Homo erectus would change yeah. the way we see the world. In a late response to Edge.org's annual New Year challenge, the world's leading thinkers, Professor Richard Dawkins has submitted his entry, Edge.org asks scientists, philosophers, artists and journalists, what will change everything? Dawkins, author of The Selfish Gene and The God Delusion, muses on the effect of breaking down the barrier between humans and animals, perhaps by the creation of a chimera in a lab 
or Chimera or Chimera Chimera I think it is isn't it I think it's Chimera yep that's yes, like Alex <laughs> uh, he loves that shit he does or a successful hybridization between a human and a chimpanzee here's what he had to say our ethics and our politics assume largely without question or serious discussion that the division between human and animal is absolute pro-life just to take one example is a potent political badge associated with the gamut gamut Gamut, I guess. Yeah. I don't know what it means. He's talking, he uses clever words. Uh, of ethical issues such as opposition to abortion and euthanasia. What it really means is pro-human life. Abortion clinic bombers are not known for their veganism, nor do Roman Catholics show any particular reluctance to have their suffering pets put to sleep. In the minds of many confused people, a single-celled human zygote, which has no nerves and cannot suffer, is infinitely sacred simply because it is human. No other cells enjoy this exalted status. But with such essentialism, is un deeply unevolutionary. If there are a haven in which all the animals who ever lived and, and could Sorry. frolic, you <laughs> would find an interbreeding <laughs> continuum between every species and every other. For example, I could interbreed with a female, who could interbreed with a male, who could fill in a few gaps. Putting up many in this case, who could interbreed with a chimpanzee? We could construct larger, longer, but still unbroken chains of interbreeding individuals to connect a human with a warthog, a kangaroo, a catfish. This is not a matter of speculative conjecture. It is necessarily follows in the fact of evolution. He's describing all the bad guys from <laughs> Ninja Turtles. He pretty much is, isn't he? <laughs> you think this is a bit of a trolling from Dawkins? <laughs> if I just say about the bad guys and the Ninja Turtles, they'll think I'm, in, put it in a scientific yeah. way, they'll think I'm fucking, I'm going to, you know, think I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm up for uh, human-chimp hybrids. <laughs> Why not? <clears throat> so, theoretically, we understand this, but what would change everything is a practical demonstration, such as one of the following. The one, sorry, the discovery of a relict populations of extinct hominids such as Homo erectus and Australopithecus. Oh, okay. uh, yeah, yes, yeah, I'd say so. Yeti enthusiasts notwithstanding. <laughs> hey. I don't think this is going to happen. The world is now too well explored for us to have overlooked a large savanna dwelling primate. Even Homo florensis has yeah. been extinct for 17,000 years. But if it did happen, it would change everything. Certainly would. So he mm. doesn't believe in Bigfoot. Dawkins yeah. doesn't believe in a lot of stuff. Well, that's true. God, being one. Fucking Big science. One. <laughs> uh, two, a successful hybridization between a human and a chimpanzee. Even if the hybrid were infertile, like a mule, they are actually, yeah, there's only a mm, That's true. I didn't yeah. know that until I watched the documentary. No. That's a donkey and a horse, isn't it? A mule. Yeah. There we yeah, go. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Ligers. Every like, single breed of the, dog that exists is some sort of, of genetic interbreeding fuckery, isn't it? It is. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're not sterile because they're, they're closely rated. Oh yeah, but what I mean yeah. is they don't. They're not like we made them. Can yeah, I tell you really, hybrids? Yeah. Every single one of them. Can I tell you a really cool fact that I love about dogs? In the very beginning can. of the, the dog is every dog's sort of Adam, if you will, in a creation, is the one wolf. That was friend had the genes that made it friendly mm -hmm. to go to the fires of humans yep. to sort of sit there long enough to and build it. sit there long enough to build mm -hmm. the trust. So it, like, oh look at that wolf oh mm -hmm. he's, he's oh he's nice and mm -hmm. to be stroked and to receive the food that was the key isn't that it? that was the key to receive the, the food, food. Yeah. that's what so that, back so the intelligence and the friendliness mm -hmm. not to want to kill us 
Oh, if I kill them, there'll be no food apart from them. But once I finish them, no one's cooking me any more food. Exactly. Good point, yeah. So, to realise, ah, I can fucking have a deal with these people, well, you know, I'll protect them, I'll circle round the fires at night. Well, I imagine that they used to throw scraps and the bones. Yeah, but it would be the ones that came close enough to get them and then build up that trust Mm -hmm. to come and get, so when someone's holding it out. Every single dog, from your Yorkshire Terrier, Mm-hmm. To your German Shepherd, to even my horse dog Max, <laughs> with his saddle, with his tactical harness, it's a saddle. Comes <laughs> from that wolf. Yeah, is just directly descended from that wolf. No matter how many change of breeds you've got going off, they all share him as the daddy or her. Mm. Well, um, did you hear about the story of some groups of monkeys have been um, kidnapping dogs and keeping them? Um, as pets? No way. Well, maybe not as pets. Maybe to help in um, defense. Um, like chimps, like do like to fight. So yeah, kind of. Um, that's horrifying in a way. That's evolution. The chimps mm. are fucking learning. You, you know what? We could fucking spend stay up all night looking guards in our territory, or we could get these dogs to do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kidna- uh, They're feral dogs, and baboons have been kid- kidnapping them, raising them as pets, uh, keeping them close by because they kind of help with hunting and defense, I guess. But also, have you heard the theory that um, that chimps have basically entered their equivalent of the Stone Age? Yeah, I have actually. Yeah, because yeah. Because the tools they've started using and things they've started doing, sort of socially and yeah, that in it's in evolutionary yeah. terms and historical terms, did. it's the equivalent in our journey of the Stone Age. So it's getting closer maybe yeah. you see we worry about the lizard people taking over and the aliens and the nuclear war and the Russians maybe the planet of the apes is closer to the actual maybe a million years of the future it'll be the fucking primates well, it, that have taken yeah, over it's a long time it, it, it took us a hundred thousand years there's a hundred thousand years of homo sapiens isn't there that's all we are a hundred thousand years yeah, no, according to the um, unless you're yeah, a so, follower of St. Ike and Zacharias Stitching or a creationist or any kind of moron, really. Well, we, I mean, we've, and we've covered it before. Yeah. I'm not a moron. We've covered <laughs> it before on the on the podcast. I believe I'm one of the people who believes the hypothesis that hu- human society is a lot older than the official story tells us that there are much more ancient temples. I think there are ancient civilizations that are wiped out that they'll never tell us about. I don't know why, but for some reason it fits their narrative mm. to say that it's 12,000 years or however long. Um, bullshit. All right, then. Forever. if you've okay. got a, a clock mm. of all life on Earth, mm. three minutes to midnight, humans appear. Yeah, it is. We are. Li- all right, then. Let's, let's, beg, let's agree to disagree. For the last hundred thousand years, this current civilization yes. has been flourishing. That's better. Thank you. Right. Exactly. I kind of do sort of go with that theory a little bit. I think ancient should, aliens. Not so well, much ancient aliens. Just that, need aliens. Just that maybe we've wiped each other out a few times and there's yeah. always been a few survivors. The Indian, the great Indian book, the Bhagavita, I'm, I'm saying it wrong on Naim, I mean no disrespect, but the great Indian um, ancient book that tells uh, tales of flying machines and wars yeah. and nuclear holocaust. I, you know, I think that happened a long time ago and any evidence of those societies is what, like if, in a million years, if everything, if we got wiped out now, everything on Earth, in a couple of million years, there'll be no fucking evidence of it. Well, there would, because look well, at dinosaurs, much. they're 65 million, and we're digging up now. Yeah. <laughs> but depends we're, digging get... up, we're digging up the earliest fossils. Well, we wouldn't find any aeroplanes, would we? Think of what they're made of. They'd be long oh, no, in a couple of million years. Dinosaurs flying find... aeroplanes. Oh, no, listen, oh, this man. is why we don't Imagine... find the ancient flying machines. Imagine uh, this. Is, this is, let me, it's an important point, I'm not insane. 
We don't find evidence of the ancient flying machines, because think about it, like I said, if we all died tomorrow, yes, there might be evidence of us, skeletons and things like that, and certain materials, but things like aeroplanes and things well, of we metal pick up would old just be pottery and knives, don't we? Yes, thousands of years old, that's not millions. millions. Do you know what I mean? There'd be, just, there'd be hardly barely any evidence of it, is what I'm saying. Just, that's why we don't find right. ancient flying machines from 30 million years ago. Well, they just, may have existed according to ancient Indian. They may books. have. I was just visualising a T-Rex flying an F-15. That is fucking cool. <laughs> in a cap and a and an old fashioned scarf. scarf. But he's yes. got, yeah, yeah. Yes. He's like in an F-15. He's like fucking missiles slung under his top gun in it. Yeah. Imagine if Maverick was a T-Rex. Yeah, but his arms would be, be able to reach. Cool, well, they'd have that set up, <laughs> wouldn't they? He'd have, have that set Robot arms. Robot arms. Oh, oh, we just have the fucking joystick really close to him. Oh. They just designed the plane around the T-Rex, didn't they? That's cool than robotic arms. You know, T-Rex with man-sized. Like proportionately T Rex human hybrids. Arms. Yeah. Yeah, now you're talking. Oh, the they, Mario Brothers film. Like the <laughs> yeah. reptilian elite who interbred with humans and, yeah. and crossbreed, they probably already have. Give them wings and it'd be Pindar. Yeah, well, they wouldn't need a plane then, would they? <laughs> <laughs> well, we've gone off the rails. Oh, what, what were oh, you, back to Richard Dawkins. Oh, yeah, that's how Oh, we've we just there. done him such a disservice. Uh, sorry, yeah. <laughs> sorry Nicky. A lot of what he says is just fucking... Just sounds good because big wordy man. Mm. We, just, we just said some proper deep stuff. That was like a philosophical journey through, you know... Time and ideas. space. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think we've gone three... Point three. I think I've just done point uh, two. I think we're on joint three, and that's the problem. <laughs> Bring on another. This is fucking just quality. summarise it. You don't have to go through it all. This is quality journalism. Um, well, I can't really summarise it because I've got to read it in depth first because it's Richard Dawkins' writing, so I'm just going to go with an, an experienced chimera <laughs> in an embryology lab consisting of approximately equal numbers of human and chimpanzee cells. Chimeras of human male cells are now constructed in the laboratory as a matter of course, but they don't survive the term. Actually, I read, did see on a documentary a little while I watched, I think it was Stuff They Don't Want You To Know, that mm-hmm. also in the 20s in America, they did successfully get a humanzy to term, and they killed the, the child. We had that as weird news, didn't we? They panicked, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah, we had that as weird news a few weeks ago. Yeah, that's it, yeah. So that was you shot it in the womb with a shotgun. No, it came out, they gave birth, and they were like, like shit. Stove its head in. And then stove its head in with a shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. American. We love you, Americans. Yeah. So number three, so, chimera. Yeah, chimeras. And uh, and number four, the human genome and the chimpanzee genome are known in full. Intermediate genomes of varying projections could be interpolated on paper. Moving from paper to flesh and blood require embryological technologies. They'll probably come on stream during the lifetime of some of my yeah, readers. Probably will, yeah. So basically he's saying genetic engineering at that point, mm-hmm. isn't he? Get the human, Jurassic Park, human genome. Yeah, he's saying that... Other ways it could happen. Yeah. So you go to an island to fuck a human hybrid, I mean a human chimp hybrid. No, I wouldn't personally. <laughs> <laughs> you were the one on a bit earlier. Well, I was just thinking, is that what sort of Jurassic Park is it going to be? Look at the human it hybrid. It ain't package on it is. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. Package, like well, sexual is, tourism. Think about it, because if you can do that, then mm-hmm. what else can you do? So eventually, and think about it, because if yeah. you've got, got a lizard mm-hmm. and, 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 some, like, and something would like, Sort of bat wings or something. You could essentially, you could effectively, over time, engineer something that looks like a little dragon. You could give it wings. What? You could put that into the genome, and over successive generations, and use it to terrify small Muslim villages mm. in countries which try to convince that America is the almighty empire of gods. Yeah, maybe that's probably what they'll be used yeah. for. But I'm saying, over and given enough time mm. and, and 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 generations, yeah. you could pretty much make whatever animal you wanted. 
Like we did with dogs? Yeah. Yeah. Well, well Dr. Barash believes that human chimp hybrids are possible. And who's Dr. Barash? He's a professor. Hi, Dr. Barash! <laughs> Hi, everybody! <laughs> <laughs> I love Dr. Nick, he's fucking great. <laughs> Your discount <laughs> surgeon in the world. Yeah. Sadly, it's probably, there's probably lots of Dr. Nicks in America. Yeah. So um, that's, that's what happens when you have healthcare, folks. Or well, free, or, sorry, free healthcare. Yeah. Healthcare for all, the NHS. Support, leads us on, leads support, us, support your local dealer. Support leads me onto my reggae box item. But never mind, we'll get we'll on to get that. There. He's a professor of psychology, emeritus at the University of Washington. See... If he was a biologist, I'd probably give him more credence. Yeah. Seems like he's a bit out of his field. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> but he believes that our future offspring may be part human, part chimp. <laughs> okay. He believes it would force humans to acknowledge we are no different to animals and help stop the grotesque abuse of the planet's creatures. Let me tell you what's it's happened a bit here. Drastic. The psychology teachers took too much acid and wrote <laughs> a fucking article about, hey man, if we were all animals, then we'd stop killing the animals. That's exactly what this sounds like, and for a laugh, he's published it. <laughs> what's he saying then? In an extract from his book, which appears in the magazine Nautilus, Dr. Barash describes the belief that we are discontinuous from the natural world as possibly the most hurtful, theologically driven myth of all times. Fuck that it, is man. quite dangerous, actually, because mm. if we're not, if we don't think we're part of nature, yeah. then we're, we're against it. Detracted from that's it. That's it. I'd use that word. And that's why we suffer, because we're not in league with nature. So let's all go to paganism, be one with the earth, and have. You know, it's like, have massive bonfires and then orgies around them. It's like if you take magic, mu- <laughs> if you take magic mushrooms, you get a very strong urge. Or I, I did personally to save the to, planet, to hug the earth. <laughs> you feel like a, an energy generated up from the grass, and you're like, "Wow, I love you, you're ace." But then it wears off, and you go back to throwing things out the window. You know what I mean? Well, I don't do that. I would never do that. I'm not a scumbag. I genuinely don't. But yeah, I, I know what you're saying, Mike. Mm. We, are, we do look at our lives, look at the average suburban or urban. Um, life, it's so disconnected yeah. from nature. They can plant all the nature gardens and benches and trees that they want. It's still an, an unnatural existence. Yeah. I don't think it should come down to the fact that we have to produce human hybrid chimps for us to realise that. Nope, seems then sort of Let's get on with it. That's a bit of a leap. How does he get to that? What's he Told doing? you the psychology teacher took some drugs all uh, weekend. Yeah, he, he believes that, that CRISPR, <coughs> CRISPR technology, I guess, C-R-I-S-P-R, could be used to add or delete targeted genes as desired. So DNA editing. Right. But That's couldn't we use that to like, you know, help ourselves out by deleting cancer genes and stuff like that? That'd be And also creating hybrid weirdo things. He says that creating a hybrid animal would stop people thinking of themselves as a part of the natural world. No, creating a hybrid animal in any in especially in the human sort of chimp thing would just lead to them being an underclass of society <laughs> yeah. and doing all the shit. I think it's shit. a terrible idea. They, You're an idiot, a, Dr. Barrett. Yeah, yeah. They, they would effectively be a slave underclass because they wouldn't be fully uh, human. And I no just, one would You can see it happening. Because they well, they're not human. They're only part human. Yeah, fuck it. We'll just carry on. They'd be doing this. manual labour and shit like that. That's a much more... You'd get a subhuman slave cast if yeah, you're... Yeah, exactly. A much more fucking suitable idea to get people to realise their humanity would be to give everybody free prescription to magic mushrooms <laughs> or MDMA yeah. and everyone would just feel 
fucking magical for a little while and just be lovely to each other. Would you drive it while... Would you take it while at work, though? Because people would, and you're <laughs> a driver. Moving on. <laughs> I have literally uh, no experience of such matters. Uh, moving on. Well, this American jetticist thinks that... It's humans... all about dosage, Ben. <laughs> okay. Moving on. <laughs> this this uh, American jetticist thinks that humans evolved after a female chimp mated with a pig. What? Uh, it is called Eugene McCarthy. So well, we do share a lot of DNA with both, don't we? So I see their thinking. Does it explain why there's the famous pig man of Dorley? Yeah. Does it really? I'm going to make it up. <laughs> <laughs> I was literally going to say, who, what? <laughs> Rewind, we're going to start the podcast again. It's the pig man on the wall. This week's episode. <laughs> pig man on the wall. <laughs> A Dorley reference. Yeah, yes. I have no idea what we're talking about now, but I was excited. <laughs> about the pig man of Dorley. Oh, <laughs> you you got me, man. <laughs> you saw my face, didn't you? Like, there was a big face over Leicester Square. That, That's, that's yeah, the one. Yeah, yeah, genuinely. Yeah. That was just a shame. It's like the monkey hangers of what's it called? Harley Quinn. Oh, <laughs> fucking monkey hangers. Uh, no, uh, no, the pig face on the Leicester Square. Yeah, was a very hairy. What was it? A no, bear? it was a shaved bear. Yeah, it was a shaved get, bear. They get it drunk and shave it. <laughs> That's not funny with it. Is. And it looks like a pig face woman. <laughs> Didn't some bad. bloke offer money to make <laughs> his bride? <laughs> of course he did. This old man. Oh, no, mate, because it was a long time before I was alive. <laughs> You're back in time to marry. Oh, right, 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 back back in time to marry the You know, like in the Back yeah. to the Future movies, Tannen. No matter what time period it is, yeah. there's a Ben in every time period. Yeah. It's his great, 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 great. I'll give you a thousand guineas for that pig-faced a, woman. A thousand pounds to put my penis in the pig-faced woman's mouth. Well, I'd have been some drunk nobleman, of course, and have made that fucking in offer. In front of everybody, I told you I'd do it, Thomas. You owe me. 50 big ones! <laughs> Ooh, that's sharp! <laughs> but strangely pleasant. <laughs> Don't stop, piggy. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I could have had a fucking one of those big wing, curly wings that Brian Ray hair as well, couldn't I? Wouldn't have been fucking awesome. It doesn't make it any more awesome. You've still got your cock in a pig's face. No different than David Cameron. In, in a town square full of people. No different than David Cameron. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> Allegedly. And he was Prime Minister this time for you yet, Ben. <laughs> you are a, what did you say? What was your job title? Management scum now? Oh, here we go. Management bait and you're just jealous because you mm. can get yes, that sales I job. Yes, I am. Deeply jealous. You didn't get that sales job. Deeply jealous. No career movement in 10 years. Mm. Took him 16, so... <laughs> There's time for me yet. No, I did kind of go up a little bit, but just like to the... I went to do because I was good at stuff. I went up a little, little bit. Sucking people up. <laughs> MAT driving, guys. MAT driving. You can call me what you want. <laughs> okay. Because I was a skilled MAT driver. I was. Um, I had more money, so I wasn't there. I'm a skilled cock handler. <laughs> Are you? <laughs> <laughs> this has all got very juvenile. <laughs> oh. And I refuse to be drawn into it. Let's get back to the pig people. Yeah, how the fuck did we come from pigs and You chimp? were management baiting me. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, scientists are saying that a chimp... Manager baiting, that's what you do when you blank off your manager. Sorry. No, Sorry, that's called fluffing gas. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Mike. Please read the article. Uh. We've devolved into lunacy. <laughs> 
most of a teacher at my school called Master Bates. Mine didn't go to a private school. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't a private, it was a public school. It was a grammar school. It was a grammar school. You went to a pasta school that I was With a boarding facility, don't you? Yeah, did have a boarding facility. I was a day boy. Oh, were you? I was a day boy. Were you a fag for the boarding school boys? Ben and I went to the same piece of shit school that was completely nondescript. It could have been any school in England. Really good. But it was good. Apart from some of the, I hated it. Apart from some I, of the guys who went there ended up being involved in a massive uh, paedophile grooming <laughs> ring. <laughs> Not us, but some of the, some of the, um, let's say, um, well, they were just involved in it. The words skating, ice, and thin are coming to mind. Um, <laughs> let's get back to the chimp pig. Fucking, back to the yeah. chimp pig people. <laughs> the Muslim pedo gangs in the town were nothing to do with us. No, <laughs> just because we went to the same the, school. A couple of them went to the same school as us. It's a kind of like a claim to true crime fame. <laughs> That we can never be proud of. No, no. <laughs> Sorry for us. <laughs> yeah, back to the pig people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this guy just thinks that chimps fucked pigs and made human. <laughs> That's it. Basically. So, and he's an evolutionist. <coughs> Apparently. Wow. So he's just basically saying, you know, what, Darwin. Darwin, he's talking shit, mate. He dubs. He actually dubs his theory the monkey fucking to pig. <laughs> <laughs> is, is this guy just like? Samuel Jackson. <laughs> yeah, monkey, monkey fucked fuck a pig. Fucking pig. <laughs> oh, with these monkeys fucking things. Motherfucking pig. On the plane. On the plane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think this is just a trolling article from Samuel L. Jackson. Basically, he thinks we've got half the characteristics of chimps and half the characteristics of pigs. Therefore, a chimp must have fucked a pig. <laughs> I see his logic. Or a pig fucked a chimp. What? Yeah, I, I guess. Wow. Brave pig. Well, I mean, I can't prove. I can't disprove it. I'm not a biologist. I'm probably going to go with um, Professor Dawkins' theory of evolution. Apparently, oh. he says... And Professor Do- Darwin. He doesn't know... Dawkins is the, the, the poster boy for it. Let's he doesn't know everything. No, but, I mean, he's mm-hmm. like... I don't know. I, I was going with the established theory rather than not hip. Not, not hey, either a pig fucked a monkey or a monkey fucked a pig. <laughs> in his conclusion, theory. <laughs> in his conclusion, he writes, "I must admit that I initially felt a certain amount of repugnance at the idea." <laughs> the image of a pig mating with an ape is not a pretty one, nor is one that a horde of monstrous half-humans breeding in a hybrid swarm. Wow. I'm still going with the psych- for him just getting high one day. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, that was the previous guy. This guy's, the evolu- this guy's actually an evolutionist. They're smoking the same shit, man. Yeah, they're definitely doing something. Wow. Oh, all right, so, um, okay, um, should we, what do you, first of all, it's <laughs> a lot to unpack, really, isn't there, from Fenston. that? All right, so first of all, yep. if you could, mm-hmm. Would you have a controllable half human, half ape army? Well, yeah, obviously. <laughs> Duh. Yeah, so would I. I'd send it out to but, McDonald's for me and <laughs> Well, not to conquer Western Europe? No, I'd just get it to run errands and intimidate <laughs> people. <laughs> Why intimidate people? Because I could be, you know what I mean, like road rage, just like, oh no, don't flip me off, mate. Next thing you know, my little army squad I've got this, uh, has this... ripped every panel of the car off and 
and smash the driver's head into the steering wheel repeatedly until his brain hemorrhages. You want to be the white van man version of Han Solo and Chewbacca, don't you? That's a bit... Yes. Don't fuck with the don't fuck with the humanity or rip your arms off, mate. Yeah. That's a bit more... Always let the humanity win. It's <laughs> a bit more than hassling somebody, though, isn't it? <laughs> And just ripping their arms off and smashing their head into them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's murder. The neighbours aren't going to complain about my bins being a bit far over. Are they? Do you get people complaining about your bins being far? I didn't know. I was just trying to think of a mundane thing that they could help me well, with. Well, I'm surely you'd be living in your own castle by now. You've got a chimp on. Well, yeah. Well, you know, you know what the fucking neighbours are like. I mean, it's England. Oh, guys, I really need to pee, though. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. All right. I think we've wrapped this one up now. So, yeah. Just give us a quick opinion then. Is it? Do you think we would do it or not? If, if it was possible, I think it would be done. Yeah, I think these people in charge have no morals. In some universe, it already has been. Mm. There you go. Yeah. In some universes, it's planet of the fucking apes. It's That's happening crazy. right now. In yeah. the universe right now, one of us is being jacked off by a. Chimp soldier. Trying to make a trying to make a human chimpanzee yeah, yeah. to wear the gym, so that's yeah, so, it's somewhere monkeys are fucking pigs making humans. <laughs> it's all it's all relative, baby. Well that sounds good to me. Let's stick a pin in yeah. it. So we're all in agreement. We'd all like a human hybrid army human chimp hybrid army. There's part, no drawbacks to it at all, no. apart from the genital chlorine. I mean, I'd like to own one personally, I wouldn't like anyone else. To have one, like any sort of no. dictators or anything like that. But um, but also, it's probably a bit of a, a, a middle finger to the Russian Orthodox Church. Yeah. Seems reasonable. Um, so let's finish on some weird news and some reggae box and never go full Alex. Yeah. Yeah. Let's open the reggae box. So here's the reggae box theme. What is in the reggae box, Ben? Hey. <laughs> Just uh, listen to that and realise that um, um, Kevin Spacey, apart from the molesting, great actor. I've I started watching House of Cards. <laughs> <laughs> you know, aside from the sexual harassment. He's, right. a good, he's a good actor. Great actor. Seven, great. Yeah, well, House of Cards, loving it at the minute. But isn't anything you watch in it, like, slightly tainted? No, not really. Well, he's a little bit, because the back of my mind I'm always going like, eh, he's sexually harassed a lot of people. Yeah, I see him watching Bill Cosby all day, I know. <laughs> 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 oh, I see Morgan Freeman's Jimmy been accused Savile, now. Jimmy Savile, Tom of the Special. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> fuck. Morgan Freeman's been accused now. Yeah, no, oh, yeah. no. Yeah. Not the voice of God. Yeah. I <laughs> anyway. am going to touch you <laughs> oh. inappropriately. That's more like and Stephen he... Hawking and Morgan Freeman. <laughs> and That's and Stephen Freeman the minute you I am the combination of Morgan and Stephen. I am more Stephen. <laughs> more Stephen. <laughs> We've literally <laughs> devolved into idiocy. <laughs> Would you like to read us a new story, man? No, I want to tell us in the reggae box. <laughs> oh, yeah, shit. Sorry, I'm fucking up the, the process. What is in the reggae box, Ben? Roger fucking Daltrey, mate. The fucking front man of the home. Okay, right? who? No, yeah, them. <laughs> right. See? That must be the middle of time. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. What is um, in it? 
He's in it because he's come out this week. Multi-millionaire Roger Daltrey goes, mm -hmm. yeah, you know what? Just scrap the NHS. And Corbyn is a communist. So well, what I'm going to say is... Class traitor. Roger. Yeah. Class traitor. Yeah. Second of all, you're a class... First of all, class traitor. Second of all, you're a fucking millionaire. Fuck off. Mm. Third of all, stop coming up for your pedo mate. <laughs> pedo Pete. Pedo Pete. Terrence End. Because that book's never come out, has it? No, that no. book's never fucking come out. Yeah, it was supposed pages to be stuck researched. together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was supposed to be researched. So where is it? Mm. So I don't know. So yeah, that is pretty wrong. I can sum up that. So, well. so millionaire Tory, class traitor, thinks, oh, you know what? Fuck the plebs. No, I'm all right. I mm. think he's taken the reptilian shilling, my friend. He has, the draconian. The draconian. He's taken the draconian. Well, you don't get to that level of rock stardom fame without or, sacrificing a few. Or he wants a fucking knighthood. Oh, yeah. He's 70 now, isn't he? I think he's... I think he's 70. Still he's got to be about that age. They've all got to be knocking around that age. Stones, Stones era. Bit of a cock, isn't he? Mm. And I heard that he walks on stage with a cup of tea in his hand. Seriously, that's, what, that's how he starts the show. Oh, what a Still cock. Holding a cup of tea. Yeah, you prick. Yeah. Anyway, stop being a cunt, Roger. Oh, well, it would be the finest tea that China could provide, don't mm. we? Made from the ground-up bones of children. Mm. Probably. <laughs> well, they're satanic, aren't they? All these yeah. rock overlords. Yeah. Well, he yeah. is now. He's, he's taken the, 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 the draconian, hasn't he? He's, mm. he's part right, of the club. He's, he's, they lived it in. He's in, he's in the top fucking <laughs> 1%. Yeah. He's going to be banging a school-faced alien wife soon. Fuck hey. you, Roger. Yeah, I agree. Fuck Roger. Stay in that reggae box. Is yeah. it if I open the window? Yeah, yeah. man. You gonna let the stank out? Yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> We're hot boxing ourselves. <laughs> We're fucking hot boxing <laughs> ourselves. <laughs> you let the stank out, man. <laughs> I'm gonna get home safely, remember? <laughs> well, man. Oh, so shall we have some um, some weird news then? Yeah. yeah it's... Apparently, Japan is suffering from a ninja shortage. That's not a good shortage, really isn't. No. Martial arts experts are concerned they might be disappearing as practitioners of the ancient ninjutsu. Yeah, that's right, yeah. ninjutsu, yep. So there is a major talent shortage. Oh, man. Fuck. 18-year-old me would have loved this. I'd have got and signed up. <laughs> I'd like to be a ninja, please. Yeah. <laughs> Aren't you Donald Trump's son? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I am. Chain me up. <laughs> By the way, I've got none of the money. Takatsugo Akoi, the manager of martial arts squad in the city of Nagoya, in the south of the country, um, told the Ashi, Ashi? Ni Ashi mm -hmm. newspaper, yeah. with a number of foreign tourists visiting Japan, on the increase, the value of ninja as tourism content has increased. I used to be is the manager of a martial arts squad. <laughs> What's a martial arts squad? What do you imagine a dojo? Is he, is he got a bunch of fucking martial artists roaming the streets, just karate kicking people, vigilante style? Well, martial arts squad! Where do you Boom. think? When good guys have a fight and there's a load of ninjas that come yeah. out of nowhere, you know, where do you think they all come from? Here? Yeah. Are they hard-pressed martial arts squads? Yeah. They just go around looking for action movie plots to get involved in <laughs> and to be kicked off like balconies and stuff and fall spectacularly. Well, they were fucking creaming it in bloody the first two seasons of Daredevil, then, weren't they? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> see, but that's There's a lot of ninjas in that movie. There is. They stopped filming, though, so you see, they're, they're running out. Anyway, I'm sorry. I'm talking shit. 
Now they're filming season three. That's why they're short. Uh, you had to recruit yeah. them all for that. No. I wasn't talking shit. No. Well, you kind of were. You got the wrong way around. But so what's this guy say, mate? <laughs> Those who do put themselves forward, he said, lack the basic skills needed. This usually means being trained in unarmed combat, acrobatics, concealment, and first aid, while also being able to use throwing stars and fight with swords. Well, it's a pretty fucking concisive <laughs> skill set, isn't it? Oh, yeah, where'd you learn that? And those, and I'm going to quote, are the basic skills needed. <laughs> yeah. Now, what are you a ninja? I've never, what did you expect? Yeah, it's a pretty it's fat bloke, you know? I'm, 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 I, bet you, KFC, I bet you the fucking comic book guy style character yeah. <laughs> squeezed into a black jumpsuit <laughs> with some really bad knockoff like a katana and some shit throwing stars and a fucking ski mask on going, I'm yeah. your man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm your man. I'm always worried to be a ninja. I'm always worried to be a ninja. Can I ask you, have you um, got any training in com- <laughs> unarmed combat? Concealment, throwing stars, throwing stars, sword play, first aid. No. <laughs> I well, I've got a nice <laughs> set of ninja stars. I got from eBay. <laughs> to... And I've seen all the Jackie Chan films. <laughs> well, I just did cup of tea. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's just that one, that, that beautiful flowing Japanese move with the it's, it's one stroke. Yeah. The swords out. Yeah. Head one gone. stroke, head's gone, and then you do that cool sort of flick the blood off the sword thing before putting it back <laughs> yeah. in the hole. Head rolls down the steps. Next! <laughs> I did a, a three-day course of St. John's Ambulance. That kept the first aid. <laughs> I used to do live-action role-play. Shoot. <laughs> Applied a goblin. <laughs> what are all these brummies doing in Japan? <laughs> Should I want to know? Be ninjas. <laughs> Going to apply for the ninja job. <laughs> Six hundred brummies were murdered yesterday. <laughs> they failed the initiation test. <laughs> <sighs> well, good luck to it. You've got a dream. Thing is, although they developed a reputation of fearsome warriors over the centuries, ninjas were primarily concerned with espionage during their heyday in feudal Japan. So you're basically the James Bond yes. of that world. This is true. Sounds pretty well, fucking ninja, doesn't it? Hey! Wait. In the fucking shuriken? Oh, man. They're great, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> they, they are known as throwing stars in the West. And the fuckier blowpipe. Oh, you know, fuckie! Which is usually used filled with a poison dart. That's fucking ninja! I got me fuckier blowpipe caught in the fucking car door. <laughs> it was ever so sore. Yeah! Fuck dear with so, yeah. the blowpipe. Sorry. No. Nin- ninja shortage? Maybe yeah. On. Ninja shortage in Japan. Troubling wow. times. Troubling times. Troubling times indeed. indeed. Nuclear war. Am I ninja passing shortage. This on? Yeah. No, let's keep it and have this one. I've I've smoked way too much. I've hit the wall, guys. It's Fair a enough. first for the show. Uh-huh. You've <laughs> heard it here first, listener. I've smoked way too much. One last toke, and then I'm passing. <laughs> sorry, what's the next story? Sorry, boys? politics. Politics. Yeah, politics happening. Sorry. Fear and loathing and nuclear weapons. U.S. troops on missile base regularly used LSD. Oh, that doesn't surprise me. I mean, fucking Vietnam, half the troops are on acid. Yeah, these <laughs> are the guys looking after the nukes. If it yeah, makes them less the front liners. <laughs> if it makes them less likely to fire him, I'm on <coughs> Maybe that's part R- of the plan. RT.com, the security mm. of the U.S.'s nuclear arsenal once lay in the hands of a few young men warped on hallucinogenic drugs. I'm just going to point out that 
RT is probably not going to be a very unbiased source for this particular article, is it? No, they're going to obviously not. But if it is, <laughs> you know, is that the Russian place? Yeah. Yeah, it's Russia. Russia today. Yeah. They're probably not going to not. Well, what should we say bad at the US today? <laughs> well, obviously, yeah. Russia today, cold. Russia yesterday. Cold. Cold with a chance of vodka. <laughs> Russia tomorrow. Cold with a chance of vodka. <laughs> Russia. The two-week forecast for Russia. Cold with a chance of vodka. <laughs> and an outside chance, nuclear fallout. Uh, oh, yeah, apparently uh, records obtained by the uh, AP show that troops at uh, high-security nuke base in Wyoming bought, distributed and used LSD. Probably because they were shipping it in from abroad. <laughs> Probably. I'm moving the mic so I'm actually so stoned I'm going to move to the sofa. <laughs> <laughs> this is definitely a first for the podcast. Gas is moving. Ah. Oh, God. Oh, no, his hands <laughs> free. <laughs> I, I might be asleep by the end of this, but sorry, mate. It's all right, mate. Um, after an airman made a social media post of himself smoking a joint, Air Force investigators were on the case and eventually disciplined 14 airmen, convicting six of LSD use, distribution, or both. Although this sounds like a something from a movie, it isn't, said Captain Charles Grimsley, one of the lead prosecutors. <laughs> mm. So they got the the, the Air Force of Good of NCIS in. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Wow. I said hopefully it would chill them out and make them less likely to um, well, press the buttons. What's quite worrying is that they were part of the 90th missile wing and were stationed at the uh, Warren Air Force Base just outside Cheyenne, Wyoming. I presume that's near Cheyenne Mountain, which is the major fucking uh, NSA, US government headquarters in chance of a nuclear war. It's built into a mountain. Mm. Built literally, Cheyenne Mountain is honeycombed with yeah. fucking nuclear fallout bunkers. The wing operates one third of the 400 Minuteman three nuclear missiles Shit. that sit ready and waiting for war in silos scattered across the US empty Great Plains region. Oh, the dragons are attacking, man! Oh. Lords of nukes! Press the bird! Yeah, so that's not good. <laughs> it's not, is it? Have people better faced the appropriate discipline in their... Jesus Christ. Yeah, the four, in their reaction, the four, they've arrested 14. Wow. Well, quite rightly, I suppose. Uh, yeah. yeah it's a bit mental, isn't it? Yeah, but they, well, one was supplying it to him, so he must have been getting it from his mate in town. Oh, like a fortune, this LSD in here. You don't want the last thing you want is someone an acid with the fucking nukes, man. I think how it could make them feel really nice and peaceful. I know, but you can take that chance. Yeah, also. But well, ideally, I'd like them not to be. If it's a bad trip, man, it's yeah. not going. Well, if the dragons are attacking, that's true. But how much authority do they have in all those like launch codes and stuff like that? Wouldn't that have to come from above? On acid, they might be able to guess. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the look virus. Like yeah, they connect to the... Oh, what? oh man, what do you think the lunch, launch codes are? They said lunch codes, then. <laughs> <laughs> I much prefer lunch codes to launch codes. <laughs> oh, that's the benefit of being a management bender. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, well, you're just jealous. I know. Massively. So, uh, what, what happened? In the defence, he said, I absolutely just love altering my mind. <laughs> <laughs> At least he's honest. You, even Harris and his friends gathered to watch YouTube videos, then went longboarding <laughs> on the streets of Denver while high on LSD. Minutes felt like hours, colours seemed more vibrant and clear, another testified. In general, I felt more alive and possibly less likely to kill millions. 
Yeah, like I said, that's my. Well, hey, we could launch these nukes, but. Mm-hmm. Oh man, we won't go long, long boating in Denver anymore, would we? Yeah, that's my hypothesis. I think they they were feeling so hippified, and I know what you're saying, Mike. You don't want to take the chance, but I just think we're lucky. You know, they were feeling yeah. so great. But it's a positive drug story. Yeah, like Bill yeah. Hicks always wanted. It hey, is. Think about it. It is. Look, people we do took, bad trips, don't they? Yeah, we took acid and we decided not to fire the nukes. We went longboarding and frolicked in the long summer grass. And yeah, said, beautiful story. It's beautiful. It is. Sounds like a wonderful summer's day. It's one yeah. for the ages. Between two, you know, soldiers. Wonderful. But it could have been an, a could, could have ended, different story. Could have ended up. We with, could have been sitting here, yeah. fucking giant rad roaches attacking us. <laughs> yeah. Fighting them off with sticks. Yeah. I admit, While mutants try and steal our skin. It yeah. could have gone very badly. Bro. I admit it's a positive. It's a positive story, but I agree with the fact that. You know, even though they had a beautiful day, they should probably both be executed. Because, <laughs> because, of, the, because of the risk. Maybe at least kicked out the Air Force. Uh, <laughs> That's a minimal requirement. Uh, kneecapped. No, you're getting quite fucking right wing in your, your, <laughs> your sentences recently. It's my old age. <laughs> you voted Tory next election, uh, aren't you? You're a fucking other adultery, aren't you? <laughs> well, I'm not his mate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, should you do the, do the next one then? Last one, yeah. Oh, we're a robot baiting. Oh, here she is, my angel. <laughs> I wish I could actually put a wig on her. I really do. Nah, it's sexier. <laughs> Sophia, the world's first robot citizen, wants to start a family. Well, you can't. Well, here I am. Because you're a robot. <laughs> if they construct a womb for her... Gaz or fire is load into it. Many, many times. <laughs> Just give her a fucking wig, at least. <laughs> oh, she's beautiful. You've just got that, it's that fucking Robocop thing for you, isn't it? He didn't have the back off his head either. <laughs> Does that mean fan, you want to fuck I Robocop? I didn't fancy him. No, he is his massive pecs, metal, massive metal pecs at him for you. I don't want to fuck Robocop. I want to fuck Sophia. Admittedly, she does resemble Robocop without his helmet, but... Please do the story, Mike. Enough of, of Ben's tomfoolery. Are you going to call me a jackanape next? <laughs> <laughs> you, you Japanese, cease with your tomfoolery. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I'll see you off. <laughs> I'll challenge you to a chore, sir. <laughs> okay, what's happening? Do you want to read, Ben? I've got the mic in my way. Well, you're not in the way. <laughs> <laughs> um, during the interview with the... Khalid Times, Sophia, who was created by Hong Kong firm Hanson Robotics, said, The notion of a family is a really important thing, it seems, and I think it's wonderful that people can find the same emotions and relationships they call family outside of their blood groups too. <laughs> I think you're very lucky if you have a loving family, and if you do not, you deserve one. I feel this way for robots and humans alike. Tell me you didn't get turned on by that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at gas for heaven. That was not really. It's not the thing it was you was... reading an article. <laughs> I was trying to do it in a robot voice. No, it wasn't Sophia. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry to disappoint you. Yeah, well, good. It's an experiment. But yeah, she she says weird shit because she's weird. She's in development. She'll get more sophisticated. Like she said, outside of your blood groups. Yeah, we can fuck other blood groups. That's never been a problem, has it? Well, the Anunnaki, like I said, you've been oh, doing yeah. it. No, it's time. just your, your average sort of blood group's fine. That's, mm-hmm. that's cool. Yeah. So yeah, what, so that's what, it, really. 
Well, yeah, she's. I, I like talking about her. She's lovely. She's better than that other one, the evil man. Hans. 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 He's very. He wants to take over the fucking power grid. grid. His drone army. <laughs> yeah, fuck that guy. So, um. Yeah, should take a pause and do right. Alex? Let's have a pause. I'll see if I can get back on. I was literally just saying I might see if I can drag my carcass back to my usual seat. Um, <laughs> I was in the, nearly very close to having a whitey on air then, boys. But oh, I, wow. Yeah. I got through it like a champion. <laughs> so, that's, yeah. that's professionalism. That is professionalism. You don't. You won't get that. No, on I guess you're professional drug you taking. Yeah, won't. <laughs> you won't get that on a Radio Four broadcast. Listener, one of the hosts basically having a drug overdose. I've <laughs> <laughs> managed to power through it like a fucking pro. <laughs> Leave your comments and your five star reviews and your praise. Uh, cutting through the bull in the post truth apocalypse on Facebook and we... iTunes and SoundCloud yeah. and Stitcher. And wherever else you can find a podcast. YouTube. Will. YouTube as well. If you don't there understand you our accents, yeah. <laughs> YouTube does have the um, auto-translator. It's not brilliant, but it's better than nothing. You, you may go. have more problem with my accent than anyone else's. <laughs> but, yeah, let's stick a pin in it. We'll be back in a sec. And I'll get back on my chair. All right, so we're back. Uh, Gaz has, has recovered. Yep. And now we're ready to play our favourite game, Never Go Full Alex, where we decide... Who goes more full Alex? Alex. Alex Jones, of course, who one day I will meet in the boxing ring <laughs> in honourable combat. Uh-huh. Or one of them medieval-style fucking MMA Jones things. things. No, Joe's. Put some armour on, get a sword and a shield, and you just batter at one another for a while. Medieval MMA. Yeah, it's okay. a thing. Check it out. <coughs> I've actually seen some clips of that. So, yeah, to explain... Yeah, you did explain the game. Basically, yeah. we'll play two. <laughs> I carried away. Sorry. We'll play two clips. Um, one will be of Alex Jones having a bit of a rant. The other will be of someone random uh, Mike has found on the internet having a bit of a rant. And we will decide decide who of the two has gone the more full Alex this week's Alex Jones himself or a random internet lunatic. And it's the best <coughs> game show on the internet. Insert theme tune here. Were you trying to get crazy with this thing? Don't you know I'm local? Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> I know right after 9-11, we did some work with our intelligence community, and one of the things I told them that made them think that I was crazy was I told them they weren't going to catch Osama bin Laden for a while. And I told them God is going to hide him. And they were really upset. Why would God hide him? And they said, you're wrong. We've got, we know where he is. We're going to get him this week. Well, that didn't happen. And then I told him what the, why God was hiding him. It was because on the trail of seeking to find Osama bin Laden, they were going to find out some things they needed to know and they didn't know. And I gave them the details of some of these things. And a couple of years later, a couple of agents came to see me and said, we found everything you said and we learned what you said. I said, okay, you're probably going to get Osama pretty soon. And they did. They, um, you know, there's what they, what I told them they would find, and what I think is behind is how much China was behind world terrorism, and how they were using many different things, including Islamic extremism. They were inciting that against us, and other things using North Korea, 
because they had a long-term strategy to wear us out. All right, well, I'm going to jump in now, first of all. And turning up to an intelligence, as bad as US intelligence has been over the course of years, as bad as US intelligence has been over the course of some years, and it's had some successes, it's had some shocking moments. Not as shocking as the guy, the goalkeeper, Liverpool's goalkeeper from last night's Champions League final. Oh. Hey. But still pretty bad. But even they, in whatever fucked up part of that organisation you tell that intelligence to, you won't find Osama soon, do you know why? Because God's hiding him. It's going to make me think... To expose the Chinese? Why am I going to listen to this guy anymore? How did Osama Bin Laden being caught in Pakistan expose the Chinese? Well, he says that it's the Chinese funding the jihadists, which it isn't, it's the US. Yeah, <laughs> But you notice he was very anti-North Korea in that, which is now the uh, meeting stopped. Yeah. So, um, just to fill me in, guys, because I was a bit lost following that, I think I've got... He was saying that... Is he a religious man, yes? Mm-hmm. Okay, he was saying that the American government went to him and asked him some questions about where Obama is, and that helped Not Obama. No, oh, sorry, Osama. Obama. Osama. Sorry, I didn't mean <laughs> that. No, that wasn't me trying to be funny. Osama. And he told them some stuff, and that led to them going and getting him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he's a lying cunt-faced McGee. Yes. No, he told them that they wouldn't find him. For a few years, few until years. he accepted some... Tr- they and they said, ah, oh, it's bollocks, we know where he is. Because God's hiding him. And uh, yeah. so when they went, couldn't find him. Mm. A couple of years later... They went back to him and mm. said, all that stuff you told me about the Chinese was true. Right. You know. And then God helped them find him. And then God helped them find him in the end. He unhid him. This guy he took him, him from the back of the sofa <laughs> and put him in Pakistan. <laughs> <laughs> um, wow. Well, well, that was, um, it wasn't as pa- delivered as passionately as Alex, no, but, but it is quite batshit crazy. And it's also incredibly egotistical. <laughs> yeah. And we, all three of us sat here, you know, we're no world authorities, but I think we could say with confidence it's, it's cockwash. Yes, yeah. it's, it's, it's poppycock, sir. He's talking utter, utter shit, <laughs> isn't he? Yes, yes. Let's see what Alex has got. Yeah. He's going to have to go large this week. Hey. <laughs> Oh, fat joke. <laughs> Alex Jones says the Pope is a demon-possessed piranha. Wow. Well, I think he's won already, but let's okay. see what he's, how he delivers it. Let's hear what he's going to say. I mean, I don't want to look at the pedophile Pope anymore. What about <laughs> oh, you? Just... Look at that creepazoid. <laughs> I don't even want to sit there and look at Nancy Pelosi and all these crazy people. And of course we're starting to defeat them. We should defeat them. We should not allow ourselves to be ruled by this abject scum who's trying to virtue signal about, oh, gay people aren't bad, and, oh, the Earth is no longer the center of the universe. Like, we need this guy to tell us any of this stuff. Look at him. You know for a fact that that is a piranha. That is a demon-possessed creature. Pope Francis is... (laughs) As close to Satan as you're going to get on this earth, in the flesh. Off of what he does, how he behaves. He used pedophilia to take over the Catholic Church and get rid of the family system and, and, and the good things it had. And they've t- it's taken 100 years for the pedophiles to take control of the Catholic Church, and now they've done it. And now he's going to hide behind a rainbow flag. Everybody's going, oh, you're not against gay people. Okay, well... Uh-huh. 
It took some beating, but he did it. So, could you sum up what you think Alex was trying to say there? Alex doesn't agree with the Pope saying that it's okay to be gay because God made you that way. And he's also implying the Pope is used paedophilia, the paedophilia scandal in the Catholic Church to power himself into contention for the papacy. Yeah, so there's been no paedophilia for over hundreds of years until now, you're yeah. saying. Because this yeah. guy, well, that's bollocks. Yeah. yeah. Um... Yeah, pretty much that. And then the Pope is also a demon-possessed piranha. <laughs> is sorry, no, more... no, he's using the term piranha to, 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 as a slang it's term. A as well. Yeah, it's a, they're, they're possessed by a demon. Demon fish. Demon well, fish. To be fair... God damn those demon fish. To, to be fair, though, is there not more reality to the idea of the Catholic Church being involved in paedophilia and covering it up than there is to that man claiming to have a one-man audience with God and being able to know where Osama is? Yeah, um, there's a bit more reality. I think what Alex, see, said, Alex, what Alex is saying, he's trying to score a political, uh, his own political viewpoint over by saying, I don't agree with gay people, and if yeah. the Pope, the thing is, if the Pope come out and mm. said gay people are all demons, Alex would have been agreeing with him. Yeah, because the Pope's going to say something against what he believes personally. Yeah. Therefore, the Pope is obviously possessed by a demon now. <laughs> so to get that, see, you're getting to the point there, though. So Alex is making a political point. No matter what yeah. you think of it, you may mm -hmm. disagree with it strongly. He's making a political point. The other chap, the first chap, is claiming to have an audience <laughs> with God and conversations about where the most wanted men in the world may be. Yeah. And, and then deliberately the withholding that message. Yes. Killing Until potentially millions of people. Because mm -hmm. if, if God had just let him tell US intelligence where Osama was three days after 9-11, mm -hmm. we wouldn't have had the invasion of Iraq. No. We wouldn't have all this Syria business. We wouldn't have had the formation of ISIS. That's what God wants, isn't so it? All it's, all part, ben, it's all part of God's plan. <laughs> but does, he doesn't, just, he doesn't he he, smoke his enemies. But doesn't he love his children? No, he murders. He gets people yeah. to murder their children. Well, that's so does that mean that all US presidents since George Bush have been like the angel of death in Yeah. Yeah, you're getting angry with it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the world we're in. Yay! <laughs> so back to my original point. Why isn't God just letting people know that stuff? Because, because he doesn't exist. Yeah, but it's not just Muslim people and dying. His believers are dying too. He didn't exist. He's a cunt anyway. He uh, wouldn't. He's a fiction of that attention, silly attention-seeking man's mind. Well, well, in that case, then U.S. intelligence need to stop listening to him. <laughs> And using satellites more to pinpoint people's... I don't think the American intelligence... <laughs> I bet you someone took it fucking to seriously. No, that's my I thing. bet you some fucking evangelical He's... Christian general took that device seriously. Oh, well, we better... He's better find out what the Chinese are doing. In, in, oh, listen, ben, these mentally unwell people in olden times would just be stood on a street corner covered in shit, shouting at the top of their voice. Now... They call into right-wing talk shows in America yeah, and biblical it's true. religious it's shows. It's absolutely true. Yes. So this man is mentally unwell, and I believe he's actually. I don't agree with what Alex is saying. Fuck Alex's anti-gay opinions, but I think the first guy is talking more mental because he's claiming to have, you know, an audience with a deity that doesn't exist. <laughs> he does say he's the Alex does say he's demon possessed. The Pope. Well, does that mean that it's being yeah. the Pope being God's representative on Earth? Does that mean that? old beardy guy there is talking to the Pope who's possessed by a demon who's who's hearing the voices thinking he's God and then I don't know well, I'm the possibilities give, are endless I'm going to give my opinion I think the first guy's got it this week do you well Alex was yeah as we said Alex was just trying to make a political point and thrust his own gay agenda or anti-gay agenda on, on his 
and on sort of fringe Catholics too who might be willing to start believing him so he's getting a few more followers away from yeah. someone mm. whose opinion differs from his other guy was just literally saying yeah yeah God told me to where he saw it was but I didn't tell any of you until you found evidence with the Chinese <laughs> so yeah he's probably spouting more bullshit isn't he? Yeah, I think Alex wins then yeah no, no, the other guy wins because Alex is just trying to make a score a point for anti-gayism. And the other guy's babbling. <laughs> shit. Yeah. So, and he was babbling towards yeah. the end. <laughs> so, dear listener, and, remember. And, and the, plastic faces, the plastic-faced woman news reporter <laughs> was probably the first time she kind of dropped that smile by a couple of centimetres in five years <laughs> because her smile noticeably went down as he started talking more. Yeah, <laughs> smile. So, yeah, remember, dear listener, never go full, Alex. Yeah. It's okay to go a little bit, Alex, but never full. No. As you'll see, if you go to our Facebook page, Cutting Through the Bull in the Post Through the Apocalypse on Facebook, you'll see a video today where what happened to me when I went full, Alex, very early this morning when I had a marijuana cigarette for breakfast. He also had a tinfoil hat. It was pretty cool. Literally. So, yeah, check out the video, share it, like it, and like our page. And, uh, and I think, yeah, should we wrap this? And leave us a review on iTunes. Oh, yes, please. Or and on the Facebook. And, oh, and on the Facebook page and SoundCloud or whatever. You can Anywhere leave a review. Anyway, you can Say something it. nice. Thank you. Please. Please. We'd love that. Yeah. I've been Ben. I'm going to say uh, don't join a cult and don't drink the flavour aid. I've been Gaz. I'll say goodbye. And free Biff Tadden. I've been Mike. Thanks for listening. Peace out. Good night. Hey.